This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Uh, I'm just going to assume most of you guys are regular listeners, but I imagine we have some new clicks on this episode because of who the guest is. Controversial guy, a lot of fun in our opinion, and... uh Needed and maybe not necessary, depending on who you are or what, how your opinion and views are on the industry or hunting in general. But either way, a lot of fun. So thank you for being here. Thank you for checking us out if you're new. Um, first off, I just want to do a shout-out to Operation HHA USA. We don't have a veteran shout-out on this episode, but we try to do a veteran shout-out on every episode. And Operation HHA USA has become, I guess, the title to our veteran shout-out. Um, and our veteran shout out is we just try to give appreciation and a shout out to listener submitted, uh, veterans through our website. So workingclassbowhunter.com, you can submit a veteran shout out, um, of anyone you want to submit it for. And that goes directly to Doug, one of our other co-hosts and Doug will read it live on air. Um, but I just wanted to give a huge shout out for that because we didn't have a shout out this week, but check out HHAUSA.org. Um, it's operation HHA. To show appreciation and create a community for veterans and active military through archery and the outdoors. It's a great thing. It's a nonprofit, great people. Um, we think you should check them out. They do shoots all over Wisconsin and he's wanting to expand and kind of grow this. Um, and we're glad to help and be a part of it. Um, so check them out, hhausa.org. And that leads right into our current title sponsor, which is HHA Sports. Um, HHA is known for their single pin sites. We absolutely love them, and we're thankful for that partnership. Um, and the podcast is also brought to you by Scent Crusher, Loophole Optics, Gator Outdoors, Elite Archery, Rogue Ridge E-Bikes, The Grind Turkey Decoys, Big Time, Old Barn Taxidermy. Super thankful for all our partners. I'm, I kind of went through them pretty quick on this one, but um, no, we, we are really thankful. All great people. We have great friendships with all our partners that are never just a partner to be a partner. Um, so thankful for them. They support us for what we do and the way we do it in this industry, which I feel might be a little edgier. Um, 
and that kind of goes in with who our guest is. So enjoy this episode. Take it with a grain of salt. It's all in good fun. It's an explicit episode as marked in the cover art and as we say here in the intro. So um, thank you for being here. Hope you enjoy and uh, give us some feedback what you think. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi. I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. It's really, really not that good. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. First off, you know what you did when you clicked on this episode, and this is going to go probably a lot of different places. Um, but first, we'll do some introductions. This is Kurt speaking, Kurt Geyer, your host. Austin Chandler. Doug Schmidt. And we have Mr. Mike McHunting Great again in studio. How's it going, guys? Welcome back, <laughs> Am man. Am I close enough to the mic? Yeah, you're I'm doing, nervous. I'm self conscious about it. No, you're great. You're doing good. Okay, I got okay. you. I got you on the old mixer board here. Back by t- popular demand? I would say I, I kind of campaigned for it, probably. Yeah. Like with, since that Humpa guy, I was like, he's not even, I'm not even like top five guests on his, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just that guy, so who knows? Well, here's the thing. We did campaign hard. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing with you on a podcast, and, uh, People love you, people hate you, but no matter what, people are tuning in. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Conor McGregor draw. No matter what, you're getting views, whether you love or hate them. I wish it. I was making that kind of money. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't we all? Honest. You might. <laughs> we'll see how well this episode does. Oh, there you <laughs> yeah, go. True, true. It's too, too early to tell here. Um, I feel before we dive into this, um, by the way, we're starting. Well, I am. I can only speak for myself. I'm starting sober, but I'm drinking whiskey in hopes that by the time we get to the, the steamy stuff, I'm passionate about everything. No filter. <laughs> no filter. No filter. Nobody's safe. <laughs> Nobody's safe. So disclaimer. That's fair, right? We should probably yeah. do this. Yeah. This episode will have some explicit language. It is not meant for your kids that are in the car right now. If you don't care, that's on you. We don't want to get messages about it. Also, everything we talk about in this episode doesn't mean that I agree with Mr. Make Hunting Great again. Doesn't mean working class bow hunter agrees with what you say. The, it's a conversation. Right. I agree with a lot of things you say, and I disagree with a lot of shit you say. Um, that So that being said, we're going to talk about a lot of these topics that are hot and steamy and controversial for the sake of the conversation. Also, remember, most of the topics and comments and stuff like that being brought up in this episode were submitted by listeners or social media trolls or whatever. So you brought this to us. Don't be mad when we bring it back to you. Right. Don't send us hate messages saying, fuck you guys for covering this. Fuck you for sending it to us. How's that? <laughs> so that's what we're doing. I was I was looking at the comments in the one, and the guy wrote like a three-paragraph thing about how big of a piece of shit I am. And I'm like, oh, we're covering that. <laughs> oh, we're, we're going to read it for sure. We're going to read that one for sure. Um, so I just had to kind of cover those bases. This is 
I mean, a lot of people are going to think this is fun. A lot of people aren't going to think it's fun. Refer to the first episode. I think it was two episode three seventy nine or something like that. You were on last. Yeah, I think it was. I think you guys said it was the most popular episode ever. So that's it, probably of all just time for that one. <laughs> got a lot of hits. I know that. <laughs> got a lot of hits. Um, so yeah, just keep all that in mind. Um, I mean, I, I would say sorry if this offends you, but I just gave you your warning. So I'm no need for apologizing. <laughs> we have um, a warning label on it. Right. We're covered. The, the explicit deal. Yeah. Right. And like, remember, this is a group of guys shooting the shit with honest opinions about whatever we're going to cover. If that offends you, like you probably need to get out more. Yep. <laughs> like if, move along. If we touch on something that you're emotional about, like, you know, you can put it all on my shoulders. I can handle the hate mail, but at the same time, maybe do a little self-reflection. Hey, all right. I like that. Um, so man, make hooding great again. If people don't know, you're an Instagram page that it, the way I see it, you call out, the wrongdoing and people who aren't in this outdoor community for the right reasons, um, who are doing it really all the wrong way to make it seem like the right way to a point. Um, is that pretty fair? Right, right. Um, and we, we get into that history in the previous episode and how the page got started and yada, yada, yada. But what I want to start with, I want to start with positivity going into this episode and then fall off the cliff as we go along. Um, because... I agree. Some people, like when they say they follow your page, a lot of people be like, I don't follow because it's kind of negative sometimes. I get it. I, I did that actually for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I also love it. Um, exactly. Our perspective on working class bow hunter, we know a lot about the industry and we know a lot of the dirty stuff in the industry. We've done our fair share of airing some of that out, which I feel needs to be done right. by people in the industry because that's what separates the good people doing it the right way, the ethical way, the honest way. From the people who are doing it, not that way, you know, like the Chris Brackett situation, and it goes on and on and on. Um, I love it. I think it's great that you're doing that because it's not us having to do it all, right? Um, so, and you you are just right out there with it. So, yeah. I do appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, it's unedited. You it's know. unedited. I'm not smart enough to figure out how to put it politely. Like, <laughs> just put it out there. And I love that though. Like you're just like a you're just kind of like a man's man in your face type of guy. Um. But I, what I also say when, like, when I defend you, like, I get people's reason, like, eh, I'm not a big fan, whatever. I was like, I get that, but people don't see a lot of the positive things that you do in the outdoor community. Um, and I, you know, I'm bringing this up because I want you to talk about some of the stuff. And I know you, you kind of promote different organizations or charities or where people can donate money to help out. And I doubt you're the guy that brag about you donating, but I, I wanted to bring it up because I wanted you to talk about it a little bit. Okay, and like. 100% it's a shit posting page. So we just need to identify that at the beginning. Just so everyone, if you're <laughs> going to go look at it, just be prepared. But there is a, like, I don't know the best way to explain the followers that we have because they come from, I mean, it's Alaska, California, all the way to the East Coast of Florida, which I make fun, I make fun of all those places. You yeah. know, I don't make fun of the Midwest as much other than it's like hunting over corn or something. But we know what we are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not arrogant about it. It's like, right, okay, yeah. this is what we do. It's easier. We're a piece okay. of shit. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Um, so we built a following. It's been organic. We don't use hashtags, none of that shit, no giveaways. Um, but so may, the people that are there want to be there. They want to, you know, for the most part, either because they hate me and they're going to take a chance to see what, I, you know, they're going to mm -hmm. take a chance about me or they're, they're guys that think the way that we think, yep. you know what I mean? Like be accountable for your actions. So like, that's probably been the best part about the page is like what we're talking about is we're able to help out. Um, like we, we, did a big fundraiser for Raise Them Outdoors when they needed fishing poles for a camp. And I think she ended up like, 
I think there was like 30, it was like 32 to 40, somewhere around there. And I know she posted, so we, we don't take credit for all of them, you know, but right. I know that there was a lot of finan- like financial donations for upcoming camps. That's how we stuff. found them. Yeah. Yep. And, and they, they used to have a, um, when we first started pushing, they're not pushing, but sharing their stuff is they do a, um, old hunting clothes donation. So then mm-hmm. they could give it to kids that needed oh, that's hunting awesome. gear. Yeah. Very cool. And I'm, I'm petitioning to get a Midwest camp because I think it'd be awesome if yeah. we could get that going. That'd be fun. Um, and then That'd be good. we raised money, uh, for, um, I think the kid's name's Bear, mm-hmm. and he lives out in – I think it's Utah. If he's not from Utah, I'm really sorry, but it's, it's really hard for me to keep everybody together, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, – and raised a bunch of money um, through raffles and stuff for uh, for him to get a uh, – um, what's the word? Uh, what kind of dog? Service dog? Oh, yeah, service dog. To yeah. monitor – like his, he's got some health needs that, that a service dog will be beneficial, to, mm-hmm. you know, early detection of stuff. Right, right. Oh, what else have we done? Um, the little kid with the boat – uh, yep. for the wanted a fishing boat for the Make a Wish deal. I know yeah. a bunch of people donated to that. That's very cool. Um, there's a a kid that um we ran a fundraiser for him or mm-hmm. not for him. We just share it and you know I'll just push it and and I'll make you feel bad for not donating. I'm I'm not going <laughs> to pretend about that. You know, <laughs> which is cool. I mean, cool yeah. to a, to a point, you right? Know? And if you can't afford it, don't donate. You know, or in, yeah. even if it's a couple bucks, that's something. You yeah. Know? yeah, I like how and, in the one donation, you're like, I could see who sees the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm watching. I'm watching. It. You did not make a donation. So. <laughs> So that's cool. Yeah, like you're you're not the one hosting this, but you're promoting it, right. which is great. Right. right. And and I I have to like the biggest thing is to keep it separate because like if I was to set up uh, a GoFundMe for the page to donate to the stuff, people would be like, "Well, you're just doing it to you know pad your account or whatever." And, yeah. And I don't want that, so it's easier for me to share it and then just guilt everyone else into <laughs> donating. Um, but in a lot of a lot of guys will do it because it's out. It's all outdoor families, you yeah. know, or, or affects kids in the outdoors. And yeah. um, well, not only that too is I like. You know, bringing kids into the outdoors and getting kids involved that might not have had the opportunity before because it gives a chance to get those kids into it at a young age, but the, get into it the right way. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you just run into so many people. Like, dude, here's an example, a fresh example. A full-grown – this guy had to have been pushing 50, and, and I don't know if you guys remember this guy that was at our booth uh, the last day of Nebraska show, came in and was, like, legit bragging to me about poaching. And I'm uh, like, this guy didn't have a good entry into the hunting world. Right. Like, oh yeah, tags, turkey tags in Nebraska are almost thirty bucks or whatever they are. But you know, I make my one tag last all season. If you know what I'm saying, like, kind of like I'd be like, oh yeah, dude. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, god damn it, man. Yeah. So like that it's guy, a thirty dollar tag. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't care if it was fifty. I'd still mm-hmm. buy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's it's supporting what we do anyway. Like I'm not bitching about spending. I'd buy a deer tag for a hundred bucks in Illinois if it was. I mean, I'm like that it's not, but if it was, I'd still buy one and not bitch about it. Right, right. Um, but yeah, like it hopefully would eliminate situations like that, raising these kids into it young and by good mentors, pretty much. Is, is really mine. make hunt, hunting great again. Yeah, I mean, that's staying by the name. That's the root. But where does it start? You got to clean out the cobwebs at the top and sweep it and clean it up for everyone I mean, coming up on the bottom. And you guys know this as well as I do. What people see as a finished product. And what actually goes on on a lot of these hunts, it's not even remotely close. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, like, if the kids are only inter- introduction is from YouTube pages or something like that, like, that's not real. That's not how any of us grew up hunting. No. You know? No. And, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I've done some shit I'm not proud of. Yeah. Everybody has. Yeah. Right? Especially when you're younger or in high school, you do some stupid stuff because you get caught up in the moment. You know yep. what I mean? But you also, then, in the back of your head, you still have that little bit of, like, guilty conscience. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's when, you know, you were brought up, like, do it the right way. You know? So, For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. So it's cool. I like that you share that stuff and support that stuff. I figured that's positive. Um, and, and I wanted to start on that for people just full-blown 
send you shit mail on your shit page or your shit posting page, <laughs> right. or whatever you call it. Um, one thing I want to get into before we get into, because we're going to just dive into social media questions. That's pretty much yeah. going to be the core of this episode. Oh, yeah. Um, because it's going to take us so many different directions. Um, and this is one of them, uh, and we'll probably skim over it. I'll sh- shout the person out for submitting it. Someone wanted to know, like, who you see is good in the industry or people worth following. Um, and I don't know if you prepared anything for that, but um, just off the top of your head, if you know some people that you think are worth a follow. I mean, I, I the like who I think of would be like Midwest Whitetail because I think Winky, I mean, to, to kill what he's killed in that, that group, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they've killed giants. They show you how they kill giants. It's not like they're not just filling tags. It's, right. It's we're here to kill huge deer. Calculated moves. Right, right. And and they explain it. And um, I do like a lot of the QDMA stuff. And I don't know if it's still on TV. I get the point where it's hard to watch stuff anymore. Of course, yeah. Um, but like QDMA stuff, like for the Western people that are going to listen to this podcast that are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know, yeah. it's like quality deer management. It's like um, taking care of food plots. I just said like, like 14 times. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you don't have a po- your own podcast for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I need to get one <laughs> just do. for like a therapy session, like a 45 minute rant. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I would tune in from time to time. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> What's he going nuts about right now? But anyway, we'll get back to the top, but like Midwest white. So I know like Grant Woods, if you follow huh? him, he's got awesome stuff. Yeah, um, growing deer TV. I yep. believe. Yep. And then, um, the OG was, iwillwhitetail.com. Did you guys ever get it? Oh, on dude, that? I used to be on that all the time. Right? And like Double Trees Corner was like the oh, like the original yeah, habitat yeah. management. And you can get so much stuff from that. Like they had the scrape trees. Like people were doing that on that page years before it got popular. No kidding. I was yeah. like 15 when I was like on there and they were doing those. What was it called? iwhitetail.com. Yeah, it's just a forum. It's like, a oh, forum. No it's like an old school forum. For Iowa boys. Well, they, out of staters too. Yeah, out of staters too. No kidding. I've never heard of that. Have you, Austin? I didn't know that. We're one. Illinois boys, but yep. <laughs> Dude, that was like before. That was like before, like when internet first started. Like you would get on that page just to see who's killing. Like there's a guy from Saskatchewan, like Sask guy, I think. His oh, name dude, yes, yeah, he kills giants, and you're like, man, I should wish I hunted in up there. I'm like, wait, I live in Iowa. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he's killing them dark chocolate yeah. racks. Dude, that was a good page. They're all, yeah, they're I, awesome. I wonder where that guy's at now. He's probably got an Instagram page. I don't know. Those are they're I was like once the, oh, dug there too. Yeah. Yep. I don't even remember what mine was. Ah oh, man, that's good. It was bad. Probably. I wonder <laughs> if you could log back into your own. Oh, dude, is it still like, around? It's still a thing. Yeah, I checked today because I was like, if I'm gonna bring it up, I better. And like, if you get there off season, it's a lot of infighting. And yeah, like just yeah. like anywhere, people got too much time on their hands. But, yeah, yeah. But they'll break it down because um, a lot of guys will post pictures of what they killed on there, and so mm-hmm. they'll break it down to like the dates that. Most of the people, like specifically Iowa, mm-hmm. will kill their deer. So they have the dates all, like, you need to be in the stand this day. Oh, no kidding. A lot Man, of stuff that is, it's being marketed and pushed now by bigger companies. But yeah, if yeah. you dive, like, deep, you'll find, like, you know what I'm talking about. Dude, that like, was this, a great page. Yeah. And if, like, if there's a shit poster, they just literally, everybody would just, like, take them down. Yeah. <laughs> so Make Hunting Great Again doesn't have Not an account on there. <laughs> I need to, I should uh, log into the forum. Yeah, yeah I should check that out. Up to see, what <laughs> see if I remember my old like, login. Dude, like, I'm telling you, man, don't look up your shit on forums. Oh, no. I oh, man. Kurt, Kurt got his feelings hurt. He still hasn't <laughs> let that go. <laughs> fuck, I had to reset my shit. But it was good for me, though. You know what I mean? I needed it. Like, you got to be humbled sometimes, right? Not that I was like, I'm fucking the shit or nothing like that. But These I guys just, are fucking brutal. I just got to Google, and I'm like, but the thing is, it's all shit that's like somebody in the mix twisted it. Yeah. And then 
all these people believed it. And I'm like, well, yeah. hold on, hold on, easy. Right. But you can't even go in there. And, Fuck it. It's not even worth it. It's nice yeah. to see people defending you, too, though. Yeah, there's some people standing up and shit in there, but... Uh, it's like, fuck, dude, I talk about everything I got going on. So it's like, I mean, how much shit can you really get on me? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's interesting. So anybody else in there? That's, that's um, That form's fun. Doug lit up when you brought that up. Yeah, dude, he remembers I to, me. I, I like, used to post on there all the time. You used time. to have the OG. Did you have one of the hat? Like the, I did. In the, um, <laughs> there's a guy in Pella. Oh, shoot. Buck Hollow. Um, I, it's an archery thing in Pella, Iowa. But he was like one of the first archery guys like talking to people and tuning their bows and stuff like that. And like his buck is like giant drop time. I think that's their logo buck still. Oh man. No but it's, it's like a cool, if you got time, check I it out. There's some good information. Yeah. Get back on there, man. Dude, I might remember logging. See if I get back on there. Make a new account. I kid. They're gonna, like people are going to log in there now, and it's just going to flood the database. That's awesome. It's like that OG, like nobody Dude. was talking about. I'm trying stuff. to think if we had anything like in a positive community. Similar. too. I, I yeah, guess. yeah. It's oh, it's so good. Way back in the day, it was before I was really even messing around on a computer when I started hunting. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's ninety seven, ninety eight when I started. So yeah, well, Windows ninety eight was out, so yeah. you don't have a whole lot of excuses. I was on my fucking <laughs> Apple two E just clicking was, away. What irked me one time was I shot my uh, first muzzleloader buck, and it was really like one fifty six. That's beautiful one, and I took like a great picture. And it was like a photo contest, and it was like me and three other guys, and some guy won with like a goose hunting pick. I'm like, it's oh, fucking well, IOY too, guy, dude. Bullshit, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had, I'm not mad about it, though. I used to get on like uh, Realtree, had a forum. I was on there. Um, what else? That's really it. It's got nothing Dude, on that, that forum no, was I banging. I, man, apparently. I wish I had Doug's passion like for the Public stuff. land tactics and all that. And there's dudes that probably don't have Instagram accounts, but if you go look through their pictures – just slaying giants, dude. Like consistently killers. huge buck killers. That's awesome. That's really cool, man. I'm gonna check that out. So that's cool. That's a good little piece of. That's a little nugget of a good information you there. Check and that then out. I was thinking, like, just Instagram guys that I follow. Because mm-hmm. well, we gotta save the ladies for later. Because yeah. that'll be a, that'll be steamy. <laughs> that'll be bad. But like, um, there's a guy named Dryfly. I think it's Wyo, like Wyoming. Uh-huh. And then uh, D Gaffney. You'd have to search them or search in the people that follow the page. But they're in uh, – oh, shoot, I can't think of the one guy's name. And I'll remember it after we leave, but he, I think he's in Idaho. But there are guys that go out on their own, kill on their own, and they are like slayers. Really? Like they kill every species, nice, you know, good quality bucks and, you know, antelope. Or I don't, are they antelope bucks? Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How yeah, bad what, is that? It tells me what I know about Western hunting. Yeah, I mean, but you're not pretending to know. But you, that's the number one gripe I get from the Western guys who are like, well, who, the, who do you think you are? About Western hunting, I'm like, I just make fun of you guys because you have thin skin. Like, I, yeah. like, I yeah. don't care. It's the know? point, like, obviously, you're just doing it to troll them. Like, yes. it's like, yeah, I get that. It's like, guys, just leave it alone, and then you just won't keep doing it, and it's right. fine. Yeah. yeah, but every time I do, they just take the bait. So, like, I think <laughs> I posted about uh, muleys being, like, it was in one of those Q&As, and they're like, mule deer or something. I'm like, mule deer are just big, dumb animals compared to whitetails or whatever. <laughs> and my DMs just exploded. Oh, I and I was like, I was 100% trolling you. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I don't have the experience to like actually believe that. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, like it's kind of the same thing. You're a little harsher with it. Like we joke around about saddle hunting. We don't hate saddle hunting. Austin's oh, killed a good buck. I, I saddle hunt. Austin <laughs> won the tethered ten, the wow. first tethered ten coin. But see that, wow. like what you're doing right now, we do that. But we don't actually hate it. But then people think we hate it. Yeah. I, if I'd have known that, I don't know if I would have showed up. Hey man, I've got thick skin. I can take it. Episode. Bring it on. And he's wearing Sitka. Did, Bring it on. Yeah. Did, yeah. You tear your, did you question your sexuality? A I'm up bit when I'm, you had the tethered on. I'm up in my saddle with Sitka on. Let, give it to me. What do you got? <laughs> but I'm just gonna give this shout out. Because Come on, I, bitch. Give it because everyone's me. in the tethered thing. But Arrow, um, 
Arrow Saddles is out of Wisconsin. Or the guy I know that works there is out of Wisconsin, but it's 100% American made. So jump and switch over from that Tethered Nation bullshit. <laughs> okay. That's your, that's your call, man. <laughs> that's not from us. I know the us. guy. I you hook up. Yeah. Yeah, that's make hunting great again statement. We have no part in any of this. Greg's a great dude. I, he's been great. He's a cool us. dude. He is a cool dude. Um, but, all right, should we just dive in? Real cool. Is Real it, cool did, did the positive positivity just what, what other, sink off? What other positive stuff? I would say that the ship posting pages um, cover topics, not for the views and the likes and stuff like that because obviously like i'm not doing this to further my career in the outdoor industry right yeah you know what i mean you have no career right right like nobody's gonna be like hey we'd really like you to rep our product yes we're gonna sponsor you they aren't aren't blowing down the doors okay but i will tell you this and i don't know if you know this you might know this but i'll tell everybody else that knows us that's listening because there's a lot more people listening now to this podcast that might not have you have more influence inside the industry than you know well you might know it i don't know i don't even I'll but, get too cocky if you tell me. No, that. I'll tell you that though. But I will say that when someone gets put on the ringer for something they did wrong, people are looking, and I know that to be factual. I will also say this: I have had companies ask me opinions about influencers. That's what I mean. Before. Yeah, like oh wow, that's what DM I mean. DM me and stuff and ask. Like obviously not Sitka, but well, I'm, <laughs> I, dude, I'm telling you, I know, and I'm. It's a multi-layered. Obs- I don't even know the word for. It. I'm gonna make some shit up right now. It's a multi-layered like observation post that's going on in the game um that people see man like somebody gets blasted for some shit that people that care about their marketing and where their marketing money goes or where their influence goes they follow pages like what you got because that's that's stuff that doesn't get exposed anywhere else because people are scared of ruining something an opportunity that they could have because they need the opportunities handed it's just a big high school it's a big high school big click where everybody shit talks everybody else this is your this is your and this is me not being in it but just from like behind the curtain like these they're sad like they're savages i'll say that like you got it you cannot be afraid to just fuck over your best friend you know what i mean i'm probably gonna get into this a little more the more i drink this uh creek water whiskey that i'm I'm sipping on here but uh yeah, that'll probably circle around. That's 100%. And it's, it's like in high school, like the guy's the, an asshole, but like he's cool, so you just hang out. You just put up with I, him. It to happens fair, with I was the an guys. asshole in high school, but I was like, I mean, don't get <laughs> no shit, huh? Believe it or not, <laughs> my attitude was worse then. And I, I, got, I got humbled in college, so if everybody's like, gonna, like, I got voted most likely to change in high school. Damn. Yeah, was that bad. Damn. But it is what it is. Like, you got, like, you got to, you go to college, you get humbled in a hurry. And like people are going to be like, well, why does your opinion matter? And because that's one of the questions that we're going to have to cover yeah. from those guys. And I'm like, if you don't like my opinion, I, you're not going to hurt my feelings. You know what I mean? If you have a, a legitimate um, want to have a conversation about it, why I think the way I do, or, or that's fine. Or if you just want to call me an asshole and walk away, that's fine. Like, yeah, you don't come to that page for hunting tips. You don't come there, um, you know, for what's the best trail camera, yeah. you know, stuff to use. That's not what I'm here for. And that's know? what you're so open about that. I mean, I get some of the, neg- like some of the lashback comments you're going to, I mean, you're going to get that right. But they came to you. That's what that's right. You know what I mean? If people didn't like it as much, they say they didn't like it. Then no one would just be on the page. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's like, if you hear some about a hunter who, whose page you can go to, you can go Make kind of great again. See, like I get lots what's of what's going on about. To look at your stories. <laughs> it's my favorite story on Instagram. Oh, for sure, it's the first one, <laughs> for sure. Well, it's yes. You, you know, going back to like the shit talking to the industry. Like guys are bad. The girls are one hundred times worse. And like you know, we shit talk, but we're not like whatever. You know, everybody shit talks, but like. 
go for the juggler. Like, but you were just hanging out, and now you guys are like lashing at each other's throats with a. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. God damn. And, they, and it's like, mostly duck girls. Duck but, girls are the worst, or the ones that start. In the and duck I'm not world. in the duck industry, and I see that or waterfowl industry. Yeah. Waterfowl industry is a is a cesspool. Well, we're, let's get into that. We'll get into that here soon. We'll, we'll, we'll just oh, go yeah. through. We got to ease into before we go down that rabbit hole. I'm going to start on Instagram. That's where the most of the comments okay. are. I imagine we'll answer a lot of questions as we go. Um, so I'm glad we did the positivity thing. Are we feeling good? We're feeling good going yeah, into this. I'm feeling positive. Feel great. Okay. Okay. Have I said uh, you know what I mean yet? Um, I, th- I don't think so. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of numb to that. Like I'm too. numb to the whole. Yeah. Unless it's super duper excessive. That's probably but- why I need to do my own podcast because then if people listen to it all the time. They'll be numb to it too. Maybe. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I know I say a They'll lot of repetitive stuff, but I've only edited a few podcasts that were like so excessive that I couldn't stand it. It was so distracting. Like it ruined the, there was real content in this episode, but it was so distracting. That's how bad it was. Okay. So no matter what, you're not going to be as bad as that. Okay. Um, okay. Here we go. I made a post on Instagram with the Mick Hunting Great Again logo. Um, I said, love them or hate them. Mr. Mick Hunting Great Again will be in stopping in the studio. Um, so we're giving you a chance to play a part in the episode. Throw in your comments, questions, or topics below. Don't hold anything back. We will do our best to hit as much as possible. Here we are. That's what we're doing. That was the post. Um, I did this Go on time. Instagram and Facebook. So I'm going through with just in order, whatever comments on top to whatever's on bottom. Um, <clears throat> Wait, real quick. And I didn't mean it. You're going to hate me for this. Okay. But I believe it was your guys' uh, Instagram crush. Is now co-hosting with Matt Busfus. Yep, you're right. Outdoors. You're right. And I wanted to give you guys an opportunity to come up with someone different. Okay. I, I, hey, you who know was what? our crush? <laughs> First of all, how kind of you? <laughs> yeah, I'm nice like that. Um, like a lot of people don't get it. I'm like I'm just a big nice. Who guy. was it? Sydney oh, Wells. Oh no! Oh, Dang it! Another one lost. Um, <sighs> Busfus claims another one. Let's get. <laughs> Damn. Well, let's get into that in the episode. Daddy should have been looking out for that one. <laughs> I know. Yeah. What the heck? Oh, Papa Bear, where are you? At? I know. I, you don't make a deal with the devil. You sold her soul. And, I'm and just, especially to be on like the worst version of ridiculousness of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, just man. a copy of Old Row. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. That, right. That's a tough one. It's a tough, tough look. Tough look. Um, okay. Uh, should I say the Instagram handle, their names? Yeah, blow them up. If they're going to comment, they no. <laughs> you deserve <laughs> to be blown up. Well, they knew. I said we were going to read it. So um, FTA underscore outdoors. And I'm I'm just reading them. We've heard all about who is doing it wrong. Oh, well, we did this. Yeah. And what are all the bad trends? Uh, but who in the industry is actually doing it right? We kind of covered that. Um, so, I mean, unless you got something else coming to mind, we. Yeah, we covered that one. We covered that. Um, all right. Don't, here's uh, Mo and Arrow writes, don't tell, don't tell him Austin is wearing Sitka now. He'll blow a fuse. <laughs> but did you get the blue, the blue shit? Or did you even- get peas and carrots? Uh, peas and carrots, I think. Okay, peas and carrots. That's about it. Do you wear it for white tail hunting? I'm I'm going to Alaska with it. So okay. all right, I got to defend myself a little bit here. I I wear old shitty camo, and you can attest to you this. Have, you have the same old shit. Like I it's wear old farm, school Badlands and Farm King. Camo. I wear a Farm King camo that's like 15 years old, but I'm getting ready to go on this big moose trip. So I'm like, I want to be warm and dry, and like sick is the first place I look because of all the uproar. And I liked it, and I had buddies that used it, so Did I you bought get a it. Discount? Uh, I did get a discount. I knew it. Everybody gets the discount. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. How'd you have to get that discount, though? Did you earn it? I got a military buddy. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, That's, nice. There you go. You, you know that military discount works on all camel brands, right? Hey, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep using him if I need it. But, <laughs> but let's get you switched out. Like maybe so now you have the discount. So when you come back from the moose trip, 
then you can sell it, make a profit, okay. and get better gear. I got That's you. what I tell everybody. Hey, to hey, hey all right. I, I'll try anything. Here. We're reaching out to camo companies. You want us to trash Sitka and promote you here? To- <laughs> I, I should be getting – like, if you notice from when I first started making fun of Sitka's blue camo, it now has significantly less of that color in it. And I'm <laughs> waiting on the check from Sitka for my marketing and research. Uh, Your sur- their yeah, surge in sales? Like, Sitka, just openly admit that I bullied you into doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what, if they, uh, what if they send you some camo? I'd never wear I'd give, uh, it away. I'd give it away. What camo do you wear? So I have um, the Nomad. Um, I got to get into some Nomad shit. The Nomad bibs. Um, I can't think of the name of them. They're not full bibs, but they have the straps. You know, like yeah, yeah. Um, those things are warm as like warm you as can fuck. Say, you can say like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I know. I had to think about it for a minute. But those <laughs> those are money. Like for I think two hundred and ten bucks, you can sit like year round. My buddy um, that actually helped me like start the page. You know, he's the one that set yeah. up the account, like we talked about. He, I used to make fun of him because he'd get so cold in the stand. And I, I'm like, you had to stop because you're driving me nuts because yeah. he'd shiver because we'd hunt doubles a bunch. Yeah. And he got a heater bodysuit. And I'm like, he didn't shiver. He could sit all day. It's a well, bear he, whisper. Right. Like, we're talking that level of cold if you got to get the heater bodysuit out. Yeah. And then he switched to the Nomad. And he got the pullover top to its fleece. Mm-hmm. And he sat all day. Uh, and it was about 30 degrees, but it was raining. And he sat all day in it in the rain. And, and it didn't go through. Like, it's no like quality stuff. I got a shout out, and I haven't tried that, but I've always wanted to check out Nomad stuff. Um, and we, now, and now that Bomars aren't wearing it, so you can we can we, we can, can talk about it pr- yeah. positively. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we've been wearing True Timber stuff. You can get it like any Bass Pro or Cabela's. I know the price is is right um, for the price. It's I'm very impressed with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a big. Uh, I don't know if it's like a fleece hoodie or what. It's like a it's like a heavy jacket, but it's a hoodie. And yes. that thing is insane. Like I got you, some nice stuff. You have to be sitting only. You can't walk around that right. long. And, that's, your ass and that's all the Nomad stuff is, too. And then, yeah. like, if, again, I'm not a Western hunter. I went out there for, like, six days and elk hunted. I just tagged along with my buddy. Mm-hmm. And we walked around the whole time. I wore um, Prana pants. Like, you, if it's it doesn't get that cold. Like, I, you obviously, we weren't hunting late season. Yeah. Okay? But you do mostly walking. You yeah. don't need anything special. And, like, there's actual, like, elk hunter guys that don't have, like, that have sponsorships that will tell you you don't need all that like extra shit. Yeah. But I had the um, Kuyu attack pants. And I think I've had those for three years, and I wear those pheasant hunting all the time, and they're money. And that would uh, Ross just bought a bunch of Kuyu pants. He's, he's Kuyu down. I've heard good stuff about the Kuyu pants. Um, I wore. I, I talked about this on the last episode. I had to defend myself. I wore Clint's um, pants when we were in Wyoming. The Sitka pants. Yeah, just the the tan colored. But they're like three hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, they're expensive for what they are. Like, I at least want a nut tickle. Hey, not, a, not, if get, <laughs> yeah. not if you get the discount, True. man. Come on. And then, um, yeah, I'm trying to get jerked off while I climb a mountain. You know what I mean? <laughs> another one that we need to get you guys hooked up with, Cryptek. Because I've yeah. heard their, like, their bibs and stuff are super warm, and they make the same. It's all. And they're veteran-owned, too, aren't they? Yep. yep. Like, I like, like their pattern. And not just vet vets, like murderers vets. Our, like, uh, no offense, guys. I'm not trying to talk shit about Cryptek. <laughs> but they're like people that have killed people. You know what I mean? Hardcore like, yeah. um, they American heroes. Shit. They're not American. National Guard. Um, our buddy, and no I think you. National Guard. I think, thank you for your service. You've had some interaction with him online, Baker Levitt. Um, and I don't know, probably good and bad. But I think he works with Cryptek a little bit. A little bit. He, he Baker likes to dabble in a little bit of everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's Do a, you know him? I, I no, no. Like, 
as much as you can know people from the internet. I haven't you talked to him in a long time. But, but he's all over the place. Yeah, he'll hit me up sometimes and be like, what's, this, what's the deal on this? You know? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. He's good shit. Good, um, yeah. It is some sexy looking camo. I love their patterns. Cool. Yeah. No, uh, Cryptic. Cryptic is yeah. sweet, dude. Yeah. yeah, I like that a They're, lot. That green stuff they came out with, I'm like, ooh, that might not look too bad in hunting turkeys. And, you know. Our boys from Buckstorm got me. Not They're not sponsored by Cryptic or nothing, but they had a bunch of the Cryptic suits. Yep. And seeing their stuff, I'm like, damn, that stuff looks good, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, I just yeah, it's a good pattern. I don't mind true timber. I mean, it's comfortable. I like true timber. I yeah. didn't get cold. Some of their patterns. I mean, I love all the the jackets and stuff. Yeah. I have. They're awesome, man. We got through Gator Outdoors. They they do all the uh, true timber stuff. If you guys are interested, um, they're a dealer for them. And they're that's a small town. Um, Gator's a small like basically homegrown business from Iowa. And true timber is like, hey, let's work together. Where's that in Iowa? Bellevue. <clears throat> oh. Up by Dubuque area. Yeah, beautiful little town. Yeah, yeah, yep. very cool. But, yeah, uh, good, track, good track program. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. You guys are Iowa boys through and through. All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, the Sitka thing is funny. Um, a lot of people happier on. Um, Shout out Biddy, Biddy Boosh. Biddy Boosh. Yeah, yeah, awesome. She's a team working class member. Uh, Dominic, also team WCB member. He needs to make a website where he has threads for each story and articles and links as they come out and updates as stories develop. Ooh, like a, your own forum. If anybody wants to throw some cash at me to get that started, I'm game. That's but a, that's a lot of money that's and a lot, lot of work. That's a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of time. A lot but of time. It, like, would it be beneficial to have you know that? It it has to be run off like donations or something because nobody's yeah, yeah. That. yeah. It would be maybe the DNR. We'll run a banner. <laughs> yeah, hey, we'll run a banner ad at the top for the podcast. <laughs> just your episodes. Just a couple of bucks else. a month, like just for just for Red Bulls and and uh, and the. Dude, uh, you could space. do a Squarespace website. It's like eight bucks a month. You okay. could you could do that pretty easily. And just put the links in there because yeah. if you noticed. Since we started sharing like people with charges and stuff like that, yeah. Now the, all the big websites are jumping in on that because it's hits for them. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, these are the same dudes that you guys have. Like, do you guys have people on your staff working for you that got te- like? You Let know? me ask you this: where we go more on the question to the next questions because, and, and this kind of is is weird for a lot of companies. They might have been like, this dude's great, great intentions, all that sponsor him, then find out he's a shit bag. Yeah. I mean. You know what I mean? It's like fuck. It's, they didn't know, but be honest about it. But you got to own it, right? You gotta and that's it. what nobody does is nobody owns shit, right? Know? Like but, if I get busted doing something illegal, and like I think about stuff, you know what I mean? Like okay, well, how far? It's away? easy to fuck up, honestly, right? But I'm not going to wait till after the charges get published and people start posting about it to be like, well, it was, it was an honest mistake. It was, a, you know, this. Yeah, thing. Like yeah. if you're owning it, you don't wait till everybody starts calling you on your bullshit, yeah, especially you when know? you're like an influencer. Yeah, um, like it's your job. We yeah, might have we, talked about this last time you were on. Lee Lukoski tagged a deer incorrectly um, a couple of years, three years ago, four years ago. Yeah. And he got four. on and immediately was like, fucked up. Ta- right. You know, he didn't say that. He's like, I tagged it wrong and called DNR and I'm getting it taken care of. Yep. And, and it never went anywhere. It, probably because he just owned it. Right. Um, there's a lot in that. There's a lot in that for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, especially hunting out of state, a lot of shit changes. Um so this guy, Maki Taki, why did his parents not love him? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I talked to my dad and my mom today. Okay. They do love you? I live in their basement. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, they do. My dad's like, you want to go call on Kyle's tomorrow? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in. So. Cool. Your parents do Yeah, my, and they're, it's not a dysfunction. I mean, every family is a little dysfunctional. Right. But. <laughs> yeah, I live in their basement. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. Um, mom, I need more Pop-Tarts. That's a long one. This is an interesting one. Because uh, I'll say this before I read the question. When you were on 
the last podcast we talked about meat eater and stuff like that. And a lot of it, I was, I didn't know anything about, and I just basically was like, just tell us. Um, so this relates to that. Uh, Dalton Harmon. Um, I want to know a true, honest opinion of Ranella, not O'Brien or Kenyon or any of the other guys that he hangs around, but Ranella and his place in the world of being a public land advocate. Also, do you honestly believe he's part of some Trojan horse conspiracy where he supports gun rights and a way to only take the gun rights away? So let's start with the Ranella only as an start individual. With just Ranella. I think he was one of the most unique voices in the outdoor industry. Mm-hmm. I think he's popular because he resonates with everybody or did. I'll, I'll say did. Um, that's how he like got popular. You know what I mean? He, he started growing by showing you that stuff, but also connecting with you on an emotional level. Like if you watch, he, like there's episodes where he talks about his dad and not being able to hunt with his dad. Yeah. You know, and like thinking back on those memories, 100%. Like, yeah. Um, I think, I think sometimes you almost get to a point where you get too popular mm-hmm. and yep. you get surrounded by yes, men. That's a great idea. The D team, as I like to refer to them. Right. And the guys that you can, that, that are your fans as opposed to your, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Counterparts, maybe your your peers, your peers more. Right, right, and um, I also think he's incredibly smart, but almost to the point where he doesn't like. I think it'd be tough for him to sit in a room and have normal conversations about. Stuff. I hear you. I hear you. Um, the Trojan horse thing. It's. I mean, it's not. It's documented that the. I don't. I don't think. Think it's the majority owner of Meat Eater is the Churning Group, and they fund anti hunting or anti gun campaigns mm-hmm. like that's not i didn't make that up that's not trojan horse that's what's happening yeah so if you're spending money there part of that money is going back to them they didn't buy it so they didn't make money which barstool sports also owned by turning group i think they sold to pen but may- maybe but so, i didn't but, realize that and, and, and i don't know a whole lot about this but i thought the owner of barstool was like super super um republican or conservative at least or maybe he's not i thought he, he was but i think he it was their the first turning group like they manage a lot of the up and coming stuff, and then they take it to the next level, and they, either they hang on to it and make a bunch of money, or they sell it off. I, got you, you know. Got you. And so I think that's so Barstool when they're getting big, I think they got a chunk of change. Gotcha. You know? okay. And um, and don't get me wrong, like I love Barstool. Barstool's not in the hunting industry. Yeah, Barstool. Barstool Outdoors showed it. Like that's a joke. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, it is. Yeah, that's like, terrible. It's it still terrible. better than Barstool Outdoors. It is terrible, but it was so funny when um. When uh, El Prez was bashing the guy that runs a page, you know, and like he pulled over, he was like I'm out here. I'm going to I'm going to do a uh, a co-op with Ranella and they were trapping beavers or something and I'm like you've never even set a trap before you know like yeah. and he's like trying to defend himself and he's like you haven't been in the office in two weeks you don't post blog posts anymore you're like so he's bashing I'm like this kid is the same thing you get to that level of popularity like that page blew up yeah he started having his own deal he went down to Florida and fished for nothing but sharks. Which even the Floridians that I'm friends with, like, they're like, it's a trash fish. No one, you know, it'd be like, it'd be like coming here and hunting raccoons. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they, giant scare raccoons. they picked up that guy for the outdoor stuff, but Jesus. No, I, guess, I don't, not, I'm, I don't think he's even killed the deer. I don't think I know who we're talking about. It's YP's a little squirrely looking dude. And I'm sure he's a nice, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he's a yeah, nice he's guy. cool, but. But like. For the outdoor? For, no, it's Matt. It's like, they share, like, it's similar to like Old Row. I think yeah. Barstool own Old Row or something like that. Maybe. maybe. Something like that. Um. But it's similar to that level of outdoor stuff. Like they share outdoors. Like they share Sophie Swainey and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Hey, at least she. Um, what's going on here? At least she owned what she is. Yeah. You got to give her that. That's right? why I don't fuck with Sophie because she straight up commented. She's like, "No shame," and I'm like, "Well, hey, that's what it is. I'm not gonna hey, fuck." If you're gonna do that, I noticed. Um, 
I noticed that too. So when Steve was on the podcast a lot, Steve's a creep, right? So he's always on like these like adult explicit sites if, for lack of a, of a better term. <laughs> he's like, I have a backdoor to get OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, dude, look at these. And it was that chick. And, and then it's like ever since then, she's just like, yeah, I'm the industry like stripper. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. I feel like she needs a good chiropractor because her poses, like her back's going to be fucked up. <laughs> hey, bless her heart. Bless right? her heart. Right. Right. <laughs> Gotta love them. Gotta love them. But I, is there anything I missed on that post? I, like, no, I think that's fair. I think yeah. that's fair. I mean, you know, I don't. I'm not too involved in any of that. I will be honest. It's like I thought this. I think thought think the same thing about Ronella. Like I think he could be the voice of our people, man. Like through and through, he's super intelligent. Obviously, um, when you watch him on Rogan, it makes it makes you love him more because that may give you some hope that he can sit down and bullshit. But also, Rogan's the, as big as it gets. So yeah. maybe that's where that is. I and, think they they walk a fine line of playing both sides. Yeah, and, they are catering. The political thing got yeah. brought up with them, and I was waiting to see. And I'm not paying super close attention. I'm doing shit when I listen. Um, where he would sway with that, but he did. He did r- seem to ride down the middle of it all. Right, um, smart. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he. I personally, I think Ronella's great. I don't love his crew. I would when I watch Mediator, I want to see Ronella. Right. Um, nothing against the rest of his crew, but when I watch, I want to watch Ronella talk about stuff. I think he's got a romantic vibe in how he speaks about hunting and yeah. and the culture and all that. Right. I love it. Um, but Ben O'Brien's a huge dick rider. I don't even know who Ben O'Brien is. No one. He just tries to jump in on and co- coattail ride everybody's shit. Oh, okay. He unblocked me for the first time in like a couple of years. So he's, he'll randomly show up and I'm like, just, I have to say something. So he blocks me. And <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're listening, just, just block it. Just block me. I don't want to see your shit. I know you're probably just doing it cause you ran out of ideas on what to write about or something. Cause you're not that smart, but like, you don't have to follow my Damn page. It, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who he is, but what's up, Ben? Um, Thanks, He's like a dude that's in the hunting industry but couldn't throw his own decoys or set his own tree stand. That type of thing. Oh, oh, damn. Oof. That's rough. And now there's going to be a YouTube video or a post of showing on his page of him putting up a nah, tree. Dude, <laughs> if, that, yeah. if that happens, let me know because that'd be funny. Oh, yeah. I'll blast to. it. Are you super familiar with these guys, Doug? Zero. <laughs> I don't even listen to the podcast. Oh, okay. Hey, glad you're here. Um, <laughs> the Budget Hunter writes, this is all he writes, state-funded sharpshooters. I'm assuming that's like a, a city hunt type deal where they get too many deer and they have guys come in and shoot them. I'm assuming you always hear about it like suburban areas, like yeah. around Chicago and stuff. I don't. They haven't done it around. I don't. It's not that popular in Iowa. No, they don't need that. They do it in Iowa. People right. just do that but, for them. I mean, they probably all have city hunts, and then you get guys that go in there like assholes and wound a bunch of deer, and then people see a, an arrow sticking through a deer's head, well, and, that, and they got to clean it down. Up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about it. I always hear the rumors. Um, yeah, I've heard rumors about it, but. Man, no, Josh McDaniel true. threw the hang loose. Shout out to Josh McDaniel and Shooter's Archery. What up, Josh? Um, Hello, Josh. My guy, Josh. Do you know Josh McDaniel? No. He's the man, dude. Him and Kristen are the They've best. They've been around for a while, though. I recognize. I, like, yeah. I, 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 I knock some monsters I see down. their page and stuff. Yeah. He's about as big as you are. He's a giant. I'll fight him. I don't know. <laughs> I'll fight him. <laughs> I, would be, uh, he's probably, I think he's in better shape than I am. I don't Here, know. Here's the thing. You, you guys have to get be, along. You guys huh? would be on the same team, though. Yeah. Okay. You okay. guys would be an entourage. Okay. And I would, You're the two guys I want behind my back. Yeah, for real. Definitely. Josh is good stuff, man. Runs a top-notch pro shop. Doing everything the right way, ethics at the, the highest of high, okay. um, getting kids into archery. Um, maybe I'll, I'll connect you guys with because he does a lot of stuff getting youth into archery okay. and, and programs like that at his shops. So. Yeah, you can definitely. fix your bow up if you have a problem in a second. Dude, he tuned our bows up, and he's another level, dude. He's, he's mind-blowing. I'll just send him to mine. 
There you go. Yeah, I don't you think can. I've ever, that's I'm probably the same reason. I legit don't think I've ever had mine tuned. That's an option. You can, Dude. hey, you, you tell him your draw, what you want everything set to. He'll build arrows. You can ship them. He'll tune it up and you'll ship it back. He'll get it as close right as you possibly can. Okay. Dude, he's, it's another level, man. He's I the will guy. drive the four hours to his shop to have him tune my bow every time I get it. Where, where are they out of? Uh, I always say I always mix it up. It's Linden or Linton, uh, Indiana. Indiana, okay. Yeah, just south of Rockville. Okay. Um, so yeah, it awesome shop. Big shout out to those guys. So he's listening for sure. Um, <laughs> D Jones Outdoors. Hell yes, that's the shit I'm talking about. Big shout out to him. He's awesome. Um, okay, this is a good one. Dominic wrote another one. How does he come across all the information he finds? Do people just send stuff to him, or does he go find it himself? A lot of it's eighty-five to ninety percent DMs now. Like that's mm. why you'll see a lot on. That's where you start your research. Yeah. So now everything. I'll see if anybody else has posted it because I don't want to be super repetitive and post other people's stuff either. Yeah. Um. But for the most part, like I'll get like people will send send it in if it's something stupid, and I get a lot that I don't post. Like some of it is just like I'd be posting all day. If, yeah. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> yeah. But, like a lot of call, hey, call this person out type of shit. Right, right. And like, mm-hmm. oh, this is my, you know, there, I think there's one guy that's like, yeah, my ex, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was pretty funny. Actually. Yeah, that I was like hilarious. That I was like, yeah, but you get like people be like, you need to check out my ex. And I'm like, well, is she just, is she trying to make it? Is she just banging duck guys or is she trying to be an influencer? You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're just trying to, yeah, you're just trying to hate on her. Sorry, yeah. Sorry yeah. about yeah. Do you have to do like. So after you get a message, you have to do your own research yeah. to make sure it's factual? Always, yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially like when you don't the, jump the gun. We would have been sued a long time ago if there's anything that wasn't. Yeah. Like, that's what people don't understand. That's a good point. Like, cease and desist only, like, for um, libel or, oh, what's the other word? Slander. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be, a, like, a straight-out lie. You yeah, know? yeah. So if people are like, well, you know, that's not true. Like, okay. Pr- like, prove it's not true. Yeah, right, right. You know right. what I mean? Like, or here's my lawyer's information. Simple as that. Or if it's... If it's somebody that doesn't have a big following and they messed up and they take it down right away, I'll take it down. Like, you guys see me take pictures down. Like, if you yeah. own up to it, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. But um, a lot of it – or if I – sometimes you just see it in your Explore feed and you're like, oh, fuck, I got to say something about this. Right, right, yeah. That's fair. That's That makes yeah. a lot of but sense. But you yeah. – like, especially always have to have the court documents or the release and all that stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I think people think that you're just a no-holds-bar savage dick to just be a dick. And maybe some of it is because it's – it's traction right. but that's a good point though like you're not doing shit for no reason right and like 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 i i messed with huge companies that like have you're plenty not of money to shut me down <laughs> right yeah yeah that, like quickly yeah yeah you're not like posting my speeding tickets right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so, <laughs> yeah i'm not diving into your personal life here. right right kurt's out here trying to reckless driving over here Just trying to do five over dude he's up um raven hunter 13 uh, what's up, dude? Hard, um, I would say hardcore. Big supporter for a long time, basically since the beginning of ours. Um, why so much hate? I mean, is it hate? That sounds like facts to me, apparently. I think a <laughs> lot of people... Hate or facts? I'm trying to put this like the right way. There's a lot of people that see what I do, and the, like the number one comments are, well, you're just jealous, or... I see that a lot. I see that a lot, yeah. Um, a hater. Yeah, you're just a hater, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like... I, like this is not a, like you want me to be envious of people. Like I'm envious of people that should kill big deer consistently, like Bill mm-hmm. Winky, but not in a not in a vicious way. I'm not like well they're doing something wrong because you guys know as well as I do. If you consistently shoot big deer, deer people were, like the neighbors and stuff will like, well he's definitely got bait piles out. Yep. Or he's, oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm not, it's not mm-hmm. in that way. Like I mean, I've experienced that level of being a hater. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not or they're like yeah like you're just jealous you couldn't get with her like 
what uh, we'll bring up her name <laughs> later. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't even fuck you. Like, what are you talking about? You know, like, <laughs> right? Um, so it's a lot of that. Like, it's like you're just jealous. I'm like, listen, I don't have a production company. Like, I'm not trying to be anybody. Like, this yeah. is not because like, I, oh, you're just jealous of their success. I'm like, it, Instagram followers is that your level of success? Like, it's sad. That it's sad that, that that's you know? where people are gauging. That it. is like, where dude, it's exactly where people are. Going. And you know, I didn't think that that's what they were gauging it by, but it is. Numbers of followers on mm-hmm. the internet. That's what mm-hmm. people go by today. That is. And you can buy 30,000 followers like that. Yep. Like, that's, it's nothing. That's what's crazy. Okay, that's that's fair, man. I, I get that. And uh, that's, what I love about your style is, like, one, you're brutally honest. And I know a lot of guys with your vibe. Like, that. this is a trait, a personality trait that you have that I appreciate because I know I can trust you this way because – and that's why people who cuss in conversation, not excessively because then you're like, it gets ignorant, but people who are honest with their language and how they come across and are straightforward. I know that I could trust you with things because you're not going to fuck around and do something stupid. Like you're not shysty. Right. You, you're showing who you are and you're, you're not apologizing for it. Right. And I think that's great in a personality trait. And I think some people just don't know how to handle it. Honestly. Yeah. That's a good you know? point. And I feel I'm, I'm probably some way between where you are and I, I don't, I don't want to say normal. But I guess like uh, whatever the baseline is. Oh, it lines up with your with your feel on a lot of things. I mean, you're yeah. not you're not afraid to stand up for what you believe in and call someone out when they need to be called out. So yeah, it makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm probably in between you and whatever the baseline is. is that fair? Probably. I don't know, but I feel strongly right. about shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, Are we ready for that one? Sawyer Williams, right? So I guess we're we're reading it. We're reading them as we go. We're not manufacturing how these were put in. Put the Insta Huntresses on blast. Y'all were soft on them the last episode. <laughs> Call them by name. No mercy. By name. <laughs> no mercy. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, well, I mean, whatever. A lot of people. The outdoor medic. Yes. Um, Dominic eighty eight. This, but not just the females. Plenty of dudes out there doing the same thing. Oh, that's true. Uh, so I respond, you're hundred percent correct. Air all of them out. Um, and maybe calling out some of the real ones to follow. I love seeing legit people and it would be a positive spin on this too. And, and I think she's doing a good thing, right? Yeah. I've been she, on her podcast yeah. before with the outdoor medic. Yep. I think she's doing a good thing. Um, I'm trying to think of females that do like what I would consider like that. It's not an ego thing. It's not like a attention thing, right? Like, um, yeah. I, and I posted her before and I've done posts about this before. I have like a list that I probably need to put out, but. Um, like Midwest fisher gal. She's a fisherman, but if you read her stuff, it's not ego. Mm-hmm. She's not in bikinis. Like she's doing, she's fishing tournaments with guys and, and she's won. Yeah. You know? So I think she does it right. And she, her follower account, I think was like 6,000 when I first started the page. And now it's, I mean, she's got a bunch, but it's Good. because of that. Like she's a strong female yeah. and she's not going to bullshit you. Yeah. Uh, Emily Shad's one of the first ones that comes to mind. Um, Ohio girl killing giants on her own. You know, we're fortunate to have her and Biddy Boosh. Yeah, Biddy Boosh is a, you know her. She gets yeah. after yep. it. Um, awesome. I mean, they they both been on the podcast. You can just go through our library. I mean, both of them doing on their own. They're not big gals by any means, and they're hanging their own stands and just yep. kind of and they're doing pushing it, through. And they're doing it because they love it. They love it. Yep. Not, exactly. Not because of like so many people are doing it because of, like look at the ones going to trade shows. Like look at the ones going on the all girls duck hunts. Look at the like I don't have to name them. It's that easy. Yeah. You know, like you see those group pictures, you know, or, or like the love and likes for lover likes girls. Like it's not like it, it doesn't take a genius to figure out who we're talking about. They're yeah. all over the Internet. Yeah. And 
I mean, I, if you're on lower for likes, you're for likes. Like, <laughs> right. Let's be right, honest. Right. And I'm blocked by hat, like, by half of them. But I'm like, there's like the women's camo brands are like, some of them love me. Some of them fucking hate me because I bash people on their staff. And I'm like, you're, you're only going on, like, it's hard for me to explain because you see so many of these like Instagram pages or shows or where they're going, the like, destination hunting and they're all, it's all outfitted and it's all, and I'm like, I, I like the experience, but I don't like that means nothing to me as a hunter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, if you pay enough or you fuck enough people, like you're going to get those opportunities. You yeah. know, like if you send a couple nudes to a, a duck guide, those guys will fuck anything, you know, like, sorry if there's kids that listen to that part, but we already get the disclaimer. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> we're good. Um, it's just like, you see them social climbers. Like what's, I, I don't, man, we get in trouble if we drop names. So. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with it, but it's, it's not hard to decipher. Right. Like, there's one that started out as just a duck girl. Doug, you know a couple? Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but it started out as a duck girl. And then Doug, whenever the season would change, she'd be shacked up with a different outfit or a different thing. And now, like, now she's out west. And I'm just like. Broad nose horizons, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I have my eyes open to it a little bit. Like, and I don't know anything about the waterfowl game, but. I've seen some of it uh, firsthand. I'm not a duck guide for the record. I just saw it from third person perspective, um, and easy where you take that. Uh, but wish yeah, I like, was. like I was kind of like, <laughs> I wish I was. Doug, <laughs> Doug, Doug's at the I'm mustache. The, I'm in the wrong industry. Yeah. Yeah. You need, all you need is some some three year old Sitka. There you and, go. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, hey, come and see me in a couple of years. <laughs> there you, go. Like, you just got to stay in fifty dollar hotels on the road and not shower, and they love that shit. <laughs> You're in, Doug. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does go on without a doubt. I mean, all it takes is go to ATA and just look around at the bar a little bit. Jeez, yeah, you know, it's like, entertaining. I get I videos every night. I've had chicks ask to be on the podcast, and I'm like, and that's weird. Can we talk like real quick? This is gonna. This, but I've also had real, real quick. I've also had guys to ask to be on the co- podcast, but then ask to have a girl guest with them on the podcast Ooh, as their connection. Nice. No, I have a problem. <laughs> no, I have. No. I have a problem <laughs> asking. Like for me, I wouldn't like. And this is gonna sound bad. This this might be arrogant to say. Maybe not. But like I have. A, I didn't ask you to be on here, right? Like yeah. I think we were talking or something. Like let's do it. Like yeah. I. I've never asked. For anything, you well, know what I mean. Our and, first episode was like we reached out to you for the first episode, mm-hmm. and this we had a good time. Yeah, and this is I think this is fun. This is, needs to happen. Right, right. Yeah, no, and I had a blast. And it, yeah. like, I think that's the biggest thing is like who if if you want to be successful, people are going to notice your success and reach out to you. And not saying I'm successful. I run a shit posting page and it's funny. But like, <laughs> if you're consistently killing big deer, people are going to want you. People are going to want you to rep their pro like. They're going to come after you. And like, yeah, yeah. if somebody's coming at you with a discount or here, I'm going to send you some free stuff. That's cool. But like, you didn't sign a contract. You, like, you know, I said like, like 14 times. It's okay. Right there, it's like okay. stopped on it. But <laughs> you're doing, you're doing great. You're doing great. You guys like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. Okay. It like, does. like if you're doing it right, people are going to find you. You don't have to like do all that. It, shit. It, you, if you're consistent with what you're doing, whatever it is, whatever industry and you're doing it how you feel it should be done. People will recognize it eventually if you put in enough time. And, you know, we have partners reach out to us for sponsorship, which is amazing. And it's, we don't have to hunt for content anymore. Right. Um, and that's anything if you do it long enough, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, right. It's even like with, well, like, even I, I do floor. It's like, art, I gotta stop saying like, cause I keep catching myself. Now. <laughs> just, but just slow down. If you do fine. good work and whatever you're doing and you're consistent with it and you're not like, 
just do it yeah. because you enjoy it, not because of what will come at the end. Is that yeah? No, yeah. the next people sense? will okay. people will find you. If yeah, they're rec- go recognize the real. Yeah. Well, the the thing is too is just do it for your passion of like that's the thing with the whole thing, and I'm saying like a lot now. But <laughs> sorry, guys, <laughs> you got us all on a like train. If we were doing it because we just wanted attention and we wanted Instagram following and we weren't doing it because we love it, I would have quit. We were in almost 430 oh, yeah, episodes. Yeah, we were never made point. it this far. No like, way. Like, this is not bullshit for attention. We started this from a passion. Mm-hmm. We like hunting so much. I decided to create a second hobby to create more opportunity for me and my friends and hunting and the culture we're in. And I love it. And I think about hunting all the time. And... I know there's a lot of other hunting podcasts out there who do their podcasts and then don't do anything outdoors or, you know what I mean? It's like this time of year when this podcast is over, if I get some free time, if I'm not with my family, I'm going shed hunting or I'm checking trail cameras or I'm mapping stuff out. Before we started this podcast for Doug or or, and for you got here, we pulled up Onyx. We're going over Onyx maps, Austin and I, and we're mapping it out. I don't know. It just is through our head 24 Mm seven. This is what we do. Um, yeah, maybe the podcast is easy to argue. We're doing it for attention. It's a brand. You know, I want to grow the brand, and we're a media outlet. So part of it, if you think about it, the breakdown of it is media and bullshit and all this stuff is kind of stuff we should be covering, mm-hmm. uh, whether people like it or not. Fuck it. It, yeah. it is It is what it is. It was what it was. It was what it was. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, all right, let's go to this next one. Okay, right here. Uh, sorry, I'm going to butcher your Instagram name. C underscore Krakos double zero. I'd like to hear him talk about a certain two people getting a speeding <laughs> ticket. That's pretty good. <laughs> Did we talk about this? No, that wasn't. Was that happening the last time I was here? No, no the speeding so. ticket's fairly new. I mean, it's court. It's court documents. We can say names, right? Or do we want to stay away from that? I mean, you can do whatever you want. Okay. Well, in case you're living under a rock and haven't seen the page, Josh and Sarah Bomar are, um, have federal charges for poaching a Hidden Hills Outfitter. You can Google Hidden, Hidden Hills Outfitter. I think they're over 500000 in fines right now. Um, multiple deer, multiple turkeys, multiple mule deer poached there over bait. Like, it's common knowledge. Yeah. Um, they are fighting that right now. Uh, I think it's March is when they actually maybe go to court, but yeah. they keep pushing it. And stuff, and then like it's Lacey Act violations. It's federal charges. It's not just in state, you know. Yeah, yeah. So if you read the court documents, their description of what happened and what the feds have is too. It's like so far apart. I don't know. I like the feds record everything. Obviously, oh, yeah. like everything is recorded. They're not like they had body cameras on everything. So, yeah, yeah. I don't see, you don't walk away from 24 pages of federal violations. Right, right. Not just a speeding. Uh, basically, I think this, and I'm, I don't know a lot about this. But a Lacey Act violation, that's not a speeding ticket. That's like you're like, it's dead animals across state lines. That's gotcha. Big, big trouble. That's okay, a big gotcha. deal, yeah. And the speeding ticket thing comes from, I think they did a video basically saying, hey, support us through this. This is no different than just getting a speeding ticket. Yeah. And, well, they said they didn't do it. Yep. And then he said it was, it was like a speeding ticket. Yeah, it's basically like so, a speeding ticket. Yeah, which is Yeah, weird. so it's like, did you do it or is it... It's like, hey, we didn't do it, but it, if I did, it was like a speeding ticket. It was like no big deal. Right, and yeah, they had gotcha. undercover guys there. The owner that ran it had a $300,000 fine. I think he rolled on him too. Like, it's not as thick as it is for no reason. Right, right. right it yeah. wasn't just a simple... 
like, oh, hey, we shot a buck. There was, you know, it was a bait site before, and we just yeah. happened to shoot it. They, they went through for three years for 30 days a year. It wasn't like they weren't well-known at that. They, yeah, they, how knew, they knew what was going on. Especially right. when you form, like, and everybody knows what I'm talking about, whether you want to admit it or not. You form a friendship with someone. If someone's doing that type of shit, sooner or later, kind of like the guy that just came up to me at the trade show I talked about earlier. It was like, yeah, the tag, but I'm going to use it all year. You know what I mean? Eventually, like, you're sitting there drinking beers in camp. Eventually, you'd be like, like, if, if we were shit bags, just pretend. Um, we suck, but we're not shit bags. Yeah, we're uh, not terrible. D- Doug shit and I bags. are sitting in camp, and I'm doing some shady shit. I'm just like, hey, dude, I'm going to go throw the fucking bait or whatever. Or whatever. Like, low key, that would come up. Right. You spend that much time around a shitty person. And they're that comfortable, obviously. I'm not saying this is factual, but I'm saying think about it. Yeah. You know, that – it's hard Even to believe. Even if you didn't participate in it, you didn't – You like, knew you it knew was going, was going on. on. Yeah. Like, nobody's that – I mean, I don't think he's that, I don't think Josh is that smart, but you're nobody can be that dumb. I hear you. I hear you. It's interesting to see how – You know what I mean? Right? We'll see how it pans out. Um, and then while we're on the topic of conversation of the Bomars, and for the record, like – I don't know a ton about the Bomars. We talked about them early on the podcast days when Under Armour dropped them from the Spear thing, and um, so I, I've I've I've, I've kind of skipped through some of their hunting videos. And I'll be honest, I'm kind of like that was kind of cool seeing their reactions and some of the shots he's made are pretty impressive and whatnot. And he's killed some big deer. Um, does he look like somebody I'd want to hang out with? Definitely not. No. Um, but yeah, that uh, was it. Nebraska, yeah, Nebraska, the Nebraska thing, and then. Just recently, he had um, a whole dispute yeah, couple, thing with an couple, I- Iowa tag. Yeah, he didn't have a license, and he got ticketed for it. It was only like a $90 ticket. It wasn't anything major, but it was just his explanation of what happened. Is He said he bought the tags. He bought them, and then he ran them through the washer, and then he went to get um, replacement tags. Or Is that what, right? That's right. I think so. Duplicates, sorry. Duplicates. And just a reprint. The, yeah. the girl that was running, the, the clerk, messed it up and didn't print. So she wouldn't have printed the tag, and but then she also deleted it out of the system, which I don't think which that happens. I don't think that's possible, right? Like, I don't know if somebody at Walmart can do that. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, if they have that issue, I have a big problem with the setup. There'd be, a, there'd be a lot right. of Iowa hunters and shit right now. So right, that's right. the case. You know how many people have poached deer not knowing they poached yeah. deer? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're going to get your tags at Walmart. Yeah, and then he's like, "Well, we have a pile of tags." But then he kept talking, and I think that's half the problem with him is he just keeps talking. Then and all of a sudden it doesn't add up. It's because he had killed a buck on his landowners or bow tag or something before that. So then he, he's like, we had a pile of tags. I'm like, you wouldn't have a pile of tags the last week of season. Nobody has a pile of tags or hanging That's a good point. Them, especially when you filled yours. That's a good point, yeah. Well, that's interesting. We'll see how that pans out. Um, and, and I'm not saying he did or did not do it. I don't know. But it seems sticky. Yeah. Um, there, it's Definitely some something going on. It's pretty sticky. We we had talked about this right before the podcast, and it's one of those things where even if it was an honest mistake, he's at a point in his career with as many people are, as are watching him. That's something that can't be overlooked. Like right. you have to pay attention to right. that kind of shit, like, especially just, right after the Nebraska thing. Yep, your you your know, nuts are yeah. already in hot water, and then you go out and do something like that. Like, come on, hire got, a PR guy. Yep. Like it's your it's your job. All you have to do is count tags. Yeah, right. Like, okay, I have my late muzzler tag. I have my bow tag. Yeah. I have my landowners. I'm good to go. And and I could see, you know, to a point, I can see little tiny mistakes from like, oh, it's my first time. Say, Just say his first time hunting Iowa. He's not from Iowa or something. Oh, shit. I, I didn't buy this stamp, this $5 stamp, and I didn't know I needed it. And, oh, fuck, I fucked up. 
that's a little different. Mm-hmm. I get that stuff. That can happen to anybody. That's an honest mistake. Right. You know, I'll pay triple the amount to make up for me not buying it yeah. first, or something, mm-hmm. you know, like I get that stuff. Shit happens. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, man, really, especially at the Nebraska thing, you'd think you'd be I mean, to say on your P's and Q's or <laughs> someone deleted his tag out of the system. I don't know if that's possible. Man, unless you got No. And then, like you said, the Nebraska thing, I mean, it's. 35 people have been busted from going there. That's extreme. It's probably going to be end up being one of the biggest poaching cases in the history of the United States. Like, that big. So, so the individual is responsible even if they do it through an outfitter, huh? Yeah, but no again, shit. federals, like their evidence they laid out is they have cell ca- or not uh, trail camera pictures. They have yeah. a guy that was – or an undercover guy that was in the truck. Right, they have right. the recordings. They have all that. Like, Well, you know, when I said that, I mean, you would think – if you're going to a state, you should know everything. But you think, man, that's just tough. That's a tough look. They even had her, um, and I don't know. This is the one that it's like tricky. Is multiple years killing turkeys without a tag in Nebraska, and that which is also Lasiak if you bring them back to Iowa, or oh, they were going to Ohio then. But no kidding. Yeah, like it doesn't. That part doesn't get brought up as much, but it's still in the federal charges. <sighs> Interesting to see what plays out. Uh well, yeah, twenty four pages. That's, that's tough. That's it's tough right out there. here, man. <laughs> it's tough out here. Um, all right, next one. Hunt Hunt underscore Pod. Um, he's basically <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just giving him shit because he didn't. I wasn't the number one guest, so that's, that's pretty funny. I'm salty about that. He's uh, I didn't even know it was a thing, and I think it was just on his page, so I made a bigger deal out of it. Than he yeah, did. yeah. <laughs> you're being a, you're being a dick, but. Uh, I'm going to shout him out and, yeah, oh, yeah. and go back on your comment. He does a lot for hunting podcasts. Right. He, he them reviews out. them all. Like, which is cool. Yeah. Which yep, is cool. Definitely. I have a great relationship with him. I just like, Oh, you do. Okay. Time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, yeah, he, he seems like a great dude. I don't know actually who he is. He just runs that page. Um, his views on hunting, public ground hunting. So I think that, yeah, I think he's referring to the show, the hunting public. Yeah. Is it THP? Is that what he has? No. Yeah. Yeah. He, the he hunting just, public. Yeah. The, his the views YouTube on guys. the hunting public. Ground hunting. Okay. It could be like oh, the the views on hunting public on the ground. His views on the his views on the hunting public ground hunting. Ground. So yeah. I'm assuming he's talking about the show. Yeah, and like I think what he's referring to and there's gonna be a bunch of there's gonna be a bunch of hunting public guys that are gonna come defend this and Okay, let me read the can I read the replies yeah. first? Yeah. Um Travis Collum it's effective for them. Who cares what this clown thinks about it? <laughs> Um, Hunt Pod responds because it's funny to get them riled up. That's the whole point. You're exactly right, Hunt Pod. Um, you respond. <laughs> you still follow this clown, though. You a fan. <laughs> He's, he responds oh with. Um, That's a lot. That's a lot. A paragraph. Well, man, you started out making fun of some of the fake bullshit online, but at this point it seems you've gone after anyone and everyone that makes hunting content. Well, at the same time, we'll seem to keep your mouth shut about anyone willing to let you hop on their podcast, <laughs> even though they're doing the same shit. Whoops. Yeah, you gave us shit yet. I get your stick. you guys stick. have a YouTube series? No. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I get your stick, but at some point, it's like, Christ, man, someone making some money to make quality hunting content can't be all bad. The hunting public, he's referring to. And do you respond to this? No, boy. Yes, you do. Oh, so your emotional connection to the hunting public is the issue because I said they shoot small deer or I make fun of harness hunters. Wow. All right. Well, should we go back to the question? <laughs> so your views on the hunting public, what, ground hunting. What Hump Pot is referring to is they have this, again, 
I don't watch their stuff. I watched a couple episodes just to make sure I wasn't bashing them for no reason. It confirmed that I was giving them shit for the right reasons. I'll stand by that. But <laughs> but moving on. He was talking about how their their new thing is to get aggressive on public land. And right. if they see a deer, get down and go after it or something like that. And then they, put, they hit a deer and pushed it because they were being aggressive mm-hmm. and lost a deer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my thing is, if you're on public ground, you're not the only hunter there, number one. I'm guessing. More than likely. And so if you're out walking around, you're fucking up somebody else's son. If you're pushing deer, like, I'm a firm believer, let the deer lay. Okay? And I know some people will disagree with that, and that's fine. If you have success pushing wounded deer and you can kill them effectively every time, great. Yeah. But it's easier just, and and I'm sure they're like, well, if you leave them on public, somebody else will pick it up. I'm sure there's that chance. Uh, yeah, and then the other thing I said about him is because I think it was the whitetail fit guy shot a dink, and I was like, <laughs> it's like him and hunting public shooting dinks. And again, we talked about this a little bit, but if you're putting a show out, and like you, and again, it's public hunting, so you're not. There's no connection that year. You're not like you don't have year after year experience with them. Yeah, um, fine. But the deer that I've seen them shoot at are are three-year-olds and four-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And that's not me being an asshole. Like, if that's what you're going to shoot, great. But don't – it's hard for me to see people shoot consistent old deer or or that's their stick or whatever and then come down and shoot a three-year-old. I, I – what – would that get you guys fired up at all? Like, I, you guys – I'm in here. You guys have all killed big deer. You've yeah. killed a lot of big deer. Yeah. Yeah, we have. And I, I see your point. Like, you're saying – I think I think you're referring to it going from Midwest Whitetail to what the hunting public is. Right. Um, Here's my opinion on it, and and I'll be honest, I'm gonna probably get shit for this, but it's I'm being honest, but because I don't really watch their stuff, I've watched some of their videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really follow them. Um, do I respect them for what they do? Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, they pull big numbers, man. They got a great podcast. Yeah. They, they do have a real popular video series. They probably get a lot of new hunters in, not a lot of young guys. Probably get some hot young ass too. They, they probably do. <laughs> that, they, I think I'm gonna join them. From don't what I've heard, on Southern Iowa. From what I heard, they just. It's a bachelor pad, and that's kind of rad. That's, they're probably having a great time. Revolving door. Um, they got resumes, <laughs> and they cement one. Doug, but here's what's put in an app. Doug's about to join the hunting public. Hey, more power to you, man. You got the stash for it. Thanks, man. You, you got to grow your hair a little longer, though. Uh, I'm working. Well, then on I it. saw a video of them. They're like, everyone's got a friend like this, and it was one of the guys just standing there screaming at the top of his lungs in the middle. I'm like, what are you doing? What, if you're on public ground and you're screaming like that, like you still have to be respectful of the. Ground and other people. Right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And I guess what I was going back to is, I don't know. I, I, I see. I think what you're getting at is going from Midwest Whitetail to what they're doing now. And I think it's cool that they've kind of paved their own way. I got to show, got to give them credit. Got to show respect to them. Um, I probably wouldn't do things the way they're doing it, but that's me. Um, and this, again, based on what I've seen and like kind of what I don't know them personally, they're probably great guys. Yeah. And I know people who know them and said they're, you know, I don't, we don't know them either. But. Yeah. And so I'd have them on the podcast. Me. I I'm, think they're, they're. I'm not bashing their uh, production. I'm not saying anything about. The, I mean, I think they had 340,000 followers on YouTube. That's huge, that's man. Huge. Those guys they're are probably killing raking it. it in. Yeah, they're Great. killing it. You know, maybe we can get them some private ground to hunt. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, but it, it, like it's not that. It's just it, at some point shooting a 120 inch deer doesn't get you fired up. It's not that interesting. And if you're shooting them consistently, you're doing it for content, not because you enjoy it. Let me, let me throw this in the mix too. Let me throw, let me kind of finish. Okay. Let me finish what I was getting at, but let me throw this in the mix because it's kind of, all right, let me, I'm getting, I'm trying to think of like a hundred things at once. I think what they do is great. Um, good for them and they're killing it. 
They're massive. They're fucking bigger right. than we'll ever be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they ride trends a lot, which I'm not really into. I kind of just like going, just doing my thing and doing our thing. Whatever. That's how they're capitalizing on views and, and money and whatever and what they're doing. That's awesome. Um, like White Tail Adrenaline, our buddies over there, they are kind of the OGs of that public ground ground hunting thing. Um and I think what they're they're what they're doing is at like an extremely high level on how they're doing, and they're mm-hmm. calculated dudes, and they're doing it with like traditional equipment and stuff too. Um, but I don't see them doing like stuff. I mean, yeah, they they kind of they push some deer and all that, and they get after it. They're aggressive, but I guess I haven't seen the hunting public do like this yelling in the woods. I haven't seen because I don't watch enough of their stuff. But you don't see like the whitetail adrenaline crew doing that that I'm aware of. I, I guess I can't really talk a whole lot on this because I don't watch hunting public stuff. I think probably one reason they're really popular with their crowd is when you're a public land hunter and you get an opportunity at a nice solid three-year-old deer, like that might be kind of the pinnacle of the kind of deer that you're seeing. Yeah. But what kind of uh, reverbs more with us is the whitetail adrenaline clue, crew where they're going after like five-year-old monsters. I mean, it can be done on public ground, so... I guess that's why we kind of yeah. vibe more with those guys versus what the hunting publics do. They're, they're very high. And I'm not saying that the hunting public guys aren't high level. Like, they're killing deer oh, and they're getting sure. after it. But and they've killed some big deer. They have killed yeah. some big deer, yeah. But I think, like, white-tailed adrenaline, they're calculated. Like, they're, what they're doing is just next-level type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and their videos are done differently. Like, the way they produce and they edit and they cut is done in a way that if your wife's sitting next to you while you're watching one of their videos, you you look over and your wife's watching. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, "Oh fuck, this is it's different." Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have anything against the hind public. I think they're killing it. That's cool. I'd love to have a conversation with them on the podcast or something like that. But I'd uh, like to talk to them. But I can see, like, I find it weird. Like you grew up in Iowa and stuff, but I feel like going to hunt. Like, and no offense to anybody in PA, but <laughs> I'm not going to go to PA and hunt public ground. Kill 120 inch. Like yeah, the just biggest. to prove I can do it, I'd rather right. set in my yeah. my little 160 nest and shoot shoot at big ones. Yeah, yeah, but also I'm the podcast right now is not my career, right? And I don't have unlimited time to go hunt two year olds in shit states compared to where right. I could kill them right and, now with my valuable time off. And I, I like I have access to a piece next to public, and you see guys going in there all the time and. All the ground surrounding that piece, or like a lot of those pieces, it's all managed ground. Like yeah. It's not like every as soon as that deer steps off, it's getting shot. So if you take your time, you don't – it's the same thing. You don't shoot the one, that 145-inch 10-pointer. It looks great, but you look a little bit and you're like, oh, he doesn't really have the time length. He's got a skinny neck. We'll let him go. Well, he, there's a good chance if he's there right now during this part of season – or not as uh, the season's closed in Iowa, but he'll be there. There's a chance he'll be there next year. Like if Yeah. You, it's just tough for me and a lot – like I think you guys get this too as whitetail hunters is, is – and I think the one thing that the Western guys don't understand about how we hunt here, especially on smaller properties and stuff, mm-hmm. um, is you you get used to seeing deer. You see them a lot. You recognize them. You let, And every year, if you let them grow, they get bigger. That's just yep. how it works. And then they get to the age where they're too big and it's time to kill them. You yep. know, even if they're not – some of them will be 140 inches, but some of them will be huge. You yeah, know? And, you can't you can't predict. Yeah, and exactly. It, and it's almost more of a comp, like not. I don't want to say competition because I don't want it to sound like that. But yeah. and, may, and I don't want. I don't even think it's ego, but it's pushing that anybody can go out in Iowa and shoot a 140 inch deer. It doesn't take. And I'm not. That's not me being mean. It's like in most parts it takes of a little Iowa. commitment, and then you could. You'd, yeah, but you spend enough time in a tree stand, you're gonna you're gonna have a pretty good shot at one. You're gonna see them for sure. Uh, but at some point, if you've killed a couple 140 
it's time to bump up. Yep. You know, you can't – don't be scared to eat a tag to go after a giant. Yep. You know, I think that's a – But fair. If you're, if you're doing a TV show or you, you have to have content – Pressure to produce. Yeah. And it I would rather see somebody be like, well, we passed all these bucks – because it was the one we were after didn't come in. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mil- Midwest Whitetail is another great example of that. A lot of the ground that they hunt is public ground, and uh, a lot of the deer that they pass are solid, really nice 130s, 140s type mm-hmm. deer. I mean, yeah. it, it can be done on public, especially in Iowa. Right, right. I mean, we mm-hmm. had an eight-pointer that was probably 140. We have a sheds, but he was probably high 40s, beautiful eight-pointer, four-year-old. And we passed him, and the next year he had double drops, and he was a nine-pointer and grossed like 186. Like, no they, shit, you man. never know what's going to happen, but yeah. – I. A year from a four to a five or a five to six year old can really make a difference. Right. Crazy, you know. It's I, I feel everything you say is is spot on, man. I get it. Um, so yeah, I mean, from us, obviously, no hate on the hunting public, and that, and that goes to all the people that talk shit about how I don't know about deer hunting. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, Mike was says I really enjoy his posts. I hate the bow hunting industry, but ask him why he can't arrow a big deer. I'll read the comments on that. Okay, reading comment one. <laughs> you respond to him. Why can't you? He responds back to you. I don't put mine on the internet for obvious reasons, but arrowed another one seventy plus net typical uh, this year and a two hundred inch muley. <laughs> you then understand why I don't post anything online. Yes, good point. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> All right, resolved. There's that. Yeah. Like touche, you get too much attention. Um, Jesse underscore Ohio, underscore Ohio, his buddy Bomar is at it again. Those dang speeding tickets. We talked about Cover that. that. Um, okay, B Haynes ninety seven, the over under crossbow. You guys have seen that, right? Fuck yeah, yeah. we've seen it. Let's talk about it. What's your thoughts on uh, crossbows? Period or the over under over under crossbow? Your thoughts? Because some guy wanted to be really pissed off about crossbows too. It's we're taking the like it's the same as that stupid muzzleloader that you put the. Um, have you guys seen that one where no. you put the like it's like putting a shotgun shell in it and then you just put your uh, sabot on top of it and you push it down so you're not even loading powder anymore it's all enclosed. Oh, it's all together. Yeah, it's just companies selling shit like because somebody's dumb enough to fucking buy it. Yeah, of course. You know, and that's not the point of muzzle muzzleloaders weren't like the seasons aren't passed so you can shoot 500 yards with a muzzleloader. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like it's the same with crossbows. <laughs> and especially in Iowa, have a reason. If you if your shoulder's jacked up from working road construction your whole life, shoot a crossbow. I, we get it. Yeah. Yeah, we agree. But if you. you're an adult, and and I'm going to say male, female, because you don't have to pull that much to kill a, a whitetail, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Get a bow. Because it, it, the, the best part about bow hunting isn't the kill. It's the emotions you get after pulling off right. that shot. Yep. And I can't it's imagine. It's more wholesome. Right. And, like. Anything crossbow, double decker, whatever. That's, what are we doing? Why are we I, I even agree. doing this? One hundred percent, I agree. I think. Have I ran it on this yet? Maybe a little bit. Have. I don't think we really gone after it. Okay, well, it's time to go after it. Um, and I think people have been waiting for me to go after. I mean, a lot on crossbows, but never on the uh, double decker. The over under the double decker. I mean, let's cut some slack. It's a recurve crossbow. I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> it's um. All right. Legitimately, I told the story on the podcast. I don't remember what episode it was. I almost got shot by a crossbow hunter this year. I heard that. Did you hear that episode? Mm-hmm. So imagine that motherfucker would have shot me twice. 
He would have hit me in the liver. Pull boat and, triggers. And then hit me. Yeah, <laughs> just rip through them both. You cold as ice. <laughs> you cold as ice. <laughs> Should have never gave you money. <laughs> Give you money. <laughs> you see, that's that's what happened to me. I would have got two to the, one to each thigh, like Ace Ventura. Mm-hmm. And then just out there, fucked. <laughs> bleeding. Uh, yeah. Uh, Here's the thing. It, we just don't need to make it easier. It's good. And I thought I, d- I did talk about this. I, I did talk about it. It's not have. the podcast isn't out yet. Well, at, by the time this launches, it would the white tail adrenaline. I talked about like there's a certain baseline with advancement in technology. There's a certain baseline where hunting needs to leave technology out of all this shit. Yes. Yeah. Like it's um, it just doesn't apply here. And I mean, because if we wanted to, we'd go laser down all the deer. Right. You know what I mean? We could helicopter in because we have the technology, and we have the technology to shoot guns, but we don't do it. Right. And there's a reason why we don't do it. It's not meant to be easy. And this is kind of a fucked up saying. I don't necessarily believe this, but I remember a guy I grew up with in hunting camp saying, we're talking about killing big bucks, and I hadn't killed my real big first buck with a bow at at this point. I was young, and they could tell I was like looking up to them and striving for it, and they told me, it's like, Kurt, listen, if it was easy, the Girl Scouts would do it. Right, and that's kind of a crazy statement, but I got what he it's meant. It's incredibly I'm like, sexist. I'm like, and I don't condone that. Oh, it's incredibly <laughs> sexist. But you get his point. But I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Like, if little girls could go out and kill giant deer, it wouldn't be that cool, right? But now they can. But no, now they can. Now they can. <laughs> Twice. Right. Twice. Right. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's kind of a double edged sword because you know you want to see the sport grow and you want to see new people get into it and crossbows are a way to get new people into the sport. Blah blah blah. But I feel sorry for this young generation coming in because that's the weapon you get handed when you're getting into it. Yeah. You don't have to struggle for four or five years and it, it means less to you. I'm, and I know the kids are still excited about it, but it just means less to you than it did to us when we. Arrowed our first year. A hundred percent. And, and I, we might've had this conversation briefly is like, what do you do when your kid's young? Because I didn't start on a crossbow. I didn't know crossbow was an option. I didn't know youth season was an option. When I first started and I was, I qualified for it, yep. but I just, we just, my dad probably just didn't know I about it. I used to it. lay him down during youth season. <laughs> oh yeah. See, I didn't give a fuck. Not, but <laughs> we killed my biggest buck youth <laughs> season. So I didn't know about any of that. So I bow hunted and struggled and I'm glad I did. I'm thankful I did. Mm-hmm. I killed my first buck, which is right there behind you. It's my first buck ever with a gun. And then right here is my first buck with a bow at 15 years old. And I keep them in the studio just because I think it's cool to have them mm-hmm. on display when guests come in. And you know what I mean? Um, but I think if I would have had the – and I never killed a deer with a gun before. Um, well, I killed that for, that buck with a gun, but that was my first buck with a bow. But I killed my first deer with a bow, not with a mm-hmm. gun. So I struggled, but I hunted, I gun hunted for three years and then my first year bow hunting got my first deer. So I kind of like knew the passion and commitment I needed going into that first season. So now when I shoot a buck, no matter what it is, if I shot it, I'm owning it and I'm very thankful Mm -hmm. that I got to shoot it. I think, and this is what I kind of root it to how I started in bow hunting right off the rip. I wasn't handed a crossbow or a handicap. Uh, from certain viewpoints right. and been October 5th when it's warm and comfortable out and pulling a trigger and smoking a deer at 40 yards on my first deer ever. And then, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. appreciation level is different where my first buck with a bow, I killed at 10 yards when I was 15 years old and it's just different. 15 years old, looking back now, I was a child, right? Yeah, you know? And yeah. so my outlook on it's a little different. I'm the same way. Uh, you know, I didn't know crossbows were even a thing back then. It was just 
here's a bow. And they might not have been. My, my grandma had one back in the day. And she was like, I mean, she's old as shit now, but she was old then. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, she wasn't that young, but she'd go down and sit on a bucket, and she that, but she couldn't pull a bow back. But that that's all. She didn't gun hunt either, though. She yeah. just. So Which that was cool. the thing. But it, yeah, but she's also, she was over 65 yeah, if you can't, then. Yeah. yeah. You can't pull like, a bow back. It's not like, I mean, yeah, she's 90 bow. pounds. It's yeah. not like I she's. Think, I think we'd set these rules before. If you're under yeah. like 12 years old or over 65 years old or you're disabled, I mean, anything in between, if you're an able-bodied person, uh, we would prefer to see you shoot a bow. Yeah. I guess it's not wholesome. Up to us. But wholesome. Yeah. I encourage you to shoot a bow. Yeah. For sure. And for the record, I'm not saying don't have your kids go out and hunt with a crossbow. I'm not saying oh, that. No. Like, you know, I might have but my daughter a, do that. But not a double barrel shot. Not, not a not double a, barrel. <laughs> they didn't even need to make. There's no reason to make that. But I will tell I, you, though, if my daughter gets to the age where I'm like, I'll get you shooting a crossbow. My daughter, if she's shooting a crossbow, she will be actively practicing with her compound. Right. And I will be coaching her. Hey, you know, this is just a thing. You know, we, this is yeah, going to go you're, away. Until you're ready. This yeah. is going to go yeah. away. Like, this is bow hunting only here. This is the fun. Like, get ready. You know, mm-hmm. do it the ethically responsible way. There's a way to go about it, I think. But, you know, saying that, I think people are going to hold me to that hard, rigid thing. You, you're going to say you're not going to get the youth into hunting because you're not saying that. not saying that. That's but, why but you're saying it won't be a fucking double barrel crossbow. Definitely don't. Like, you know, didn't have double barrel. If you're doing that with your kids, are cucks. Fucking think about why yeah, you only by, have custody. By the time she can yeah. shoot, it'd be quadruple. Yeah, yeah, that would be pump action. <laughs> the harsh, pour holes in it right away. It's, a, it's a Gatlin crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't like it. And fuck you, Excalibur, for making it. Yeah, it's uh, who owns Excalibur crossbows? Probably Buzzfuzz. Shame on him. <laughs> fuck, you're probably right. Oh, Buzzfuzz <laughs> would definitely be using that bad boy. Oh, yeah. He, he's going to be like, how much out there trash the, content? That's going to be on load for the likes. He'll be out there in a Next clown suit sure. still. Two, bu- two, two bucks with two arrows out of the same crossbow. Yeah, no shit. God damn it. Vi- <laughs> viral outdoors. Um, that's a funny one. Okay. We're just chipping through. Um, all right, this is funny. I'd like to hear his stuff. <laughs> I'd like uh, SS... Man, I don't know how to say Instagram names. S. Stanick one. I'd like to hear his thoughts on people who hunt managed private Midwest land and post pics of them packing out buck capes on their mobile tree stands, but never any of the meat. I've seen that. It's too, if you're hunting private ground, like if we drag deer, you have to drag deer, but eventually you're going to get to a field edge where you can load it. You know, you don't have to put it in your <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. backpack for any. Like, do you guys field dress your deer? I mean, or. or you don't gut them and skin them and everything no. in the field. I shot them not- in the field and drove the gator right up yeah. to it. Yeah, that's what you do. I have yeah. one property that I can get my truck in a fair amount of way, but if it fell into a deep, murky hole, which it could, those exist mm-hmm. there, I would have to quarter it or cut it in half to get it out of there. But once I got it out of there, I could drive my truck too. Right, right. Um, I love what he's talking about. I think it's hilarious. Got to show off that new stand. It's a photo shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's staged. I get that oh, for yeah, sure. For sure. Fucking stage picks. But I see you was trying to do and I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, okay. Here's a f- another one. Uh, just right back to back here. Here's what they're doing. Uh, Ricky Muncie. Muncie. If you aren't hunting like a beast, you're doing it wrong. I'm sorry, but when I think about those fanboys and their cult leader, it makes me sick. Um, I'm assuming... All right, here's another guy. Here's a guy who responds to him. This is coming from a Sitka guy. <laughs> so we have, we have two contradictory. <laughs> the internet sucks, dude. We have two. I imagine. I, I love it. This I other, hope that guy in the original comment laughed, though. I mean, I, I I'm sure he did. I hope he wasn't like, man, 
No, I think that's funny. He didn't delete his comment. Okay. So, um, so he's talking about the Dan and Folt following, and I'm assuming this guy is a Dan and Folt follow. I don't know. I'm just he's probably just throwing a little, or comeback. maybe he's just being silly. Maybe yeah. he looked at his page and is being silly. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Really, I mean, I don't. Do you have an opinion on that? Is that something you? I think anybody that their whole Instagram content is being like the ultimate predator is super douchey. That's fair. I think if you're like, if you want to be in shape, be in shape. But you can't tell me there's not guys that smoke cigarettes in the tree stand. Well, do you, are you familiar with the Dan and Fault Beast thing? No, but there's. I mean, it's him. He's or, not in shape. He's not in shape. Okay, <laughs> but, but he has a cult following. Is it that guy that that um, wet the deer blood on his head and had the like went to the like the Viking metal? Concert. Oh no! It's Do you remember that him. guy though? <laughs> what the hell is that guy? I don't know. I don't think he's like a hunter. He just was in it. For yeah, one he had photo. his hatchet on his side. That was funny. That was good. <laughs> then you deep dive into his content. and You're like, man, this is this guy's. A this dude. is part of the internet. I don't need to go. Yeah, that guy was like another level. Like not even in the hunting game. Just he, he probably did. watched Rogan like three times. He just sucked. Yeah, we'll just assume that. But uh, he's not in the hunting industry. I think he's just referring about Dan Infault and his following and. It's just um, crazy to look at the mobile hunting scene in general and look at how loyal people are to one brand one and how brand, like yeah. cutthroat it is. I mean, it's. I've I never, would say I would say out of all of the groups and clicks that I've seen, that is the most savage group that I've seen is the mobile. Well, we know from experience. You know, yeah. we were so deep dive into the mobile mobile hunting thing with the DeQuisto series and being involved. You know, we used to be partnered with Lone Wolf, and uh, you know, I think Cody and Andre are good dudes, but just the. That whole scene sucks, dude. Like, I'm so glad I'm out of the tree stand industry. Like, I was deeper involved from the podcast on a personal level as far as, like, the business side. And the podcast was involved. And I love my tree stands, but we're a free agent, and I know what brands I use. I use about everything. And Right. Yeah, I'm um, using a little bit of everything. It's, yeah. But, it's yeah, just, it's super clicky, and it's full of drama. And it's just a bunch of grown men arguing over lawsuits. Yeah, you could be, like. You could have been best friends with someone, but like, oh, oh you yeah. use this company? Well, fuck you then. The yeah. amount of people I could have fist fought while being involved thing. in that was just insane. Yep. You know, and Guys are literally doing the same thing when they I, hate each other. Oh, oh, it is. It is the same thing, but that's the problem. You know, it's like they're taking – you're taking a piece of their pie off the table, and that's how they view it. And But also, it's like I'm, I'm so glad to be out of it. There's such a mix of – I mean, we talked about it in the last p- podcast. There's such a, a mix of unethical behavior in business and hunting that it's just like I'm so glad to be out of it. And there are some people I'd probably get involved back with the right companies. I'd probably play around with again, you know, in the industry as a partner. Um, but it would take some mapping out and some planning and some conversation. Right. And, and probably start it off with a podcast to get that partnership going. Yeah. To basically let people see the conversation, honestly, right. you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the whole beast thing, I remember being involved with Lone Wolf and – you know, the Beast hates the Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf hates uh, custom gear. Lone Wolf custom gear hates the yeah. Beast, and the Beast hates the Lone Wolf custom gear. But you're doing the same I don't give thing. a fuck about any of that anymore. Um, Isn't there another guy that's, like, one of the OG Lone Wolf guys that started his own thing and basically has knockoff Lone Wolves now, too? Well, there's, you know what I'm talking about? Well, there's – so there's Lone Wolf Portable. Right. And then there's Novix now. Is Novix – are they – Novix is owned by Lone Wolf Portable. Okay. It's a separate brand. And then there's Lone Wolf Custom Gear, which is Andre and Cody DeQuisto. Okay. Andre invented the brand Lone Wolf and started it, sold off Lone Wolf Portable, and then later, but still owned the name. It's like confusing. Okay. But then started Lone Wolf Custom Gear, and Cody's a son who. And he's the one that looks like he's got like a tapeworm or something. A tapeworm? <laughs> he's skinny. Like a little, like little meffy. No, Cody, no. Cody's Jack. Cody's really muscular. But like muscular. his face is. 
like his face like a Holocaust victim. You said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I've already battled that douchebag before. I, I like <laughs> I like Cody. Cody, I like Cody. Do I agree with a lot of the decisions he's made? No, I don't. But I think that he's a good dude deep down. Maybe he's a nice guy. Yeah, he is a nice dude. Uh, but uh, that <laughs> went deep on that one, man. But yeah, the, the tree scene industry is um, it's uh, fucked it, up. It bleeds into the saddle industry, which is like this whole mobile hunting industry is a strange place. It's I'm weird. glad to be out of it. And that's the place where when we were talking about reading forums, you get involved into that shit and you get drugged through the mud and anywhere that the drama goes with that. I'm so glad to be out of it. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'll hunt out of fucking Farm King tree stands. Hey, I do all that day. too. Yeah, kill my, fir- I'll get my that, first one out of I'll a get Farm that King dollars Menards ladder stand Dude, on and put sale? a regular tree stand over top of it. I don't yeah. care. On yeah. sale, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't can't, get about I, I can't get fit in the hang-ons. The wait limit is too yeah, long. Yeah, you're a big guy. Just read the label. You just stand on the platform. You're good. Here it is. It is Bob. He says, Sitka's new white gear. Laughing, crying face. And you respond, isn't that what people are wearing for whitetail? And he never responded. He didn't so, even respond. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't even know they had a white gear. Somebody's uh, going to buy it. I don't know what that is. Coyote hunting, man. But I mean. Chandler's already bought it. <laughs> making Play-Doh snakes over here. <laughs> He's got it on pre-order. <laughs> like, here's what I would recommend. I would recommend going to Walmart and getting a white sweatshirt. Right. Dude, hey, I'll hook you up with a <laughs> dude. I'll get a Tyvek suit from work. You know, yeah. I, I just take a white bed sheet and cut a hole in it. Damn. You know, honestly, one of the I'm best. Cam- out there. The best snow camo patterns that I used to love. You remember Vertigo, Scentlock Vertigo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, you, like when the deer looked up, you were supposed to like disappear in the sky. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, got a lot of white in it. That's a bomb ass. Dude, there's another that camo one pattern. Was like everybody was wearing that for a oh, while. Yeah. It was hot. Yeah, for I a remember that season. But yeah. then you look at somebody in October, and it's like there's a fucking guy over there, <laughs> yeah. bright white, <laughs> right? No snow at all. It's like November twentieth and later. Yeah, camo. There's uh, another camo. It's a kind of a no name camo. Um, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. I shouldn't even brought it up because I knew I wasn't going to remember it. That kind of has a similar pattern, a lot of white in it. Like, you don't want to wear it early season. You look like yeah. just a bunch of shoulders the, out there. Like, the shield stuff, did they did, They went the same direction. A lot of them are going to that really light, light pattern. And I'm like, have you ever seen hardwoods? Right, yeah. right. Like, that, keep that, it simple. That's yeah. what I like about the have, – have you seen any of the true temper camo? I'll uh, show you. I got I got a jacket here in the studio closet. I'll show you okay. some of the stuff. It's they got a couple patterns. The one I really like, for the price – Is it better than – uh, Bottomland from Masioka. Bottomland's dope. It's awesome, isn't it? Dude, Bottomland's yeah. dope. It's my favorite. I'm, I'm a real tree hardwoods back in the day. Dude, the real tree hardwoods yeah. HD. You remember the Boom. commercials? I lo- where they just disappeared. They stand up. Yeah, yeah but they, it had that, the big up. HD triangle that was yeah. like their logo. Yeah, those commercials for some reason give me chills. Only because it reminds me of my childhood, because that's what I was so into at yeah, the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had the the woman like kind of robotic like script voice. Real tree hardwoods HD, and it showed a guy you could see you could see the brush, and then it kind of zoom in, and then you like, see the guy. Out? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those commercials are like so he, like he stands up. You're like, oh shit, there's a yeah. guy right there. Like, or he draws his bow, and then you finally see him. Yeah, a little yeah. Bit. yeah. That that's I don't know. That's 2000 ish. Yeah, yeah. Just as a kid, it was like, damn. I used to have a real tree hardwoods HD, or it might have been H, just real tree hardwoods bed. Like my parents oh, bought nice. it for me when I was shit. a kid. Like comforter, the sheet. All the pillowcases, everything. I just vanished. It's funny, two thousand. That's about the last time I bought camo. <laughs> it is <laughs> too, probably. Sitka. Yeah. Well, I mean, if people doubt you, they can watch the latest trad video. We yeah, did you can you. look at any of my videos. It's pretty lame. <laughs> I have. I'm I love to think, it's not. Lame. I think I bought my first like boat. I thought like back when Scentlock came out, and everybody thought it was actually like. But I think it was a, 
Remember when Waddell did road trips? Yeah, I love that. It was a road trip scent lock jacket. I think I got it on sale at Shields or something. I still will bust, bust it out. Like, no shit. Yeah, like one of those, like, where it's like your rally cap, you know? (laughs) Just that side zip, you know? I wish I had one of those. I remember that now. I was too, I was pretty young when that came out. Yeah. I was probably 11 when, I think it was, I think I may have got the only thing I've ever purchased on layaway. Oh, dude, for sure. (laughs) Dude, I would have. Road trips changed the game. Yeah. And, and yep. we talk about, I told, it was cool, man. Like we talked about this kind of a lot here and there, like scattered through the podcast series, but like meeting, meeting Waddell and talking about road trips and being like, dude, that was like, that shit changed my life Oh, and, as far as hunting's concerned. And even when T-Bone would put in the fake teeth and he had the fishing reel on for a stabilizer, uh-huh. like, and, but he was hammering everything with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a killer with they're, that. Dude, they're the best. Have you ever met them guys in person? Not in person. They're no. the best, dude. No. They really are. They're exactly who you want them to be. Okay. Good. They are. They yeah. are. And that gave me a lot of hope. Like, I'm glad I met them, like, my idols like that. And, you know, they'll say never meet your hero. That's not – meet your hero when but it comes all, to them. They, they all had to work for what or work yeah. for it. It wasn't yeah. – like, they didn't get popular because somebody liked their Instagram photos. Right. Know? Yeah, so, yeah. It's different than the – ground. Like, I think Waddell used to work HVAC. Right. And then know? he was – wasn't he, like, a, a cameraman. turkey turkey, turkey caller first? Turkey and then he was a cameraman. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. then he yeah. started ha- – like, I mean, he can shoot like a motherfucker, too. So. Oh, he's insane. Yeah, dude, they're all good dudes. Yeah. They're all awesome. It's uh, – it, it's cool to meet them guys and podcast with them and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. just like who you think they are. Okay, good. It's 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 legit. Moving on, um, Trey nine two two nine have uh, Mister Mick Hunting Great again discuss how his debaggery helps promote hunting in the industry. And we kind of talked about that a little bit in the beginning, but I'm not going to not read that comment because he called you a D-bag. Fair. Um, we called you a D-bag a lot in our story a few weeks ago. Remember that? Fair. It's like you're still a douchebag. <laughs> but but, I, but they were, I mean, they were showing up. That was when I was campaigning. <laughs> yeah, you were campaigning. <laughs> it wasn't even the contest you guys put on. It was just because I posted that. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> oh, like when we did the uh, what was your favorite episode yeah, of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and so. a, a lot of people did, uh, dude, honestly, more than I thought would. I mean, um, pretty vocal. The numbers showed that it was one of our, I'd say, top 10 okay. of the year. Okay. That's pretty good. After, you know, we did 85 episodes, roughly. That's probably top three, I guess, but that's fine. You know, I, I, I'm kidding. We're going up, let me but do we're also math. going up against some way bigger audience. We got some heavy hitters. You know what I mean? We got some like, heavy hitters. We got some heavy hitters. Like, like road trips guys are, are not road trips guys, but the bone color guys, they're a little bit bigger draw. A little bit. Just, yeah, not, not much. I liked but. how you shared that, and I had a bunch of followers yesterday. And, like, my favorite thing to do is is to go back and look at how many immediately unfollow because it will show that in your insights, you know? Oh, it will. Oh, I yeah. guess I never look at that So, shit. like, it's usually about 50-50. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. That's, I'm like, they're like, oh, that's a funny post. And then they'll come look at the page and be like, no, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's going to be a no for me. Don't. It's a no oh, for dear, me. Oh, Randy, dear God. Randy Jackson's bowing out. Uh, uh you guys want to take a pee break quick and come back and, yeah. and finish the rest? All right. Perfect. I would love to Give us that. a split second. Okay, we're back in. Back in. Magic of podcasting. Uh, thank you for sticking with us here. We're going to just continue down the route of social media questions, I think, is where we left off. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> God, this, is, this is kind of fun. I like leaving the episode direction up to the listener or the whatever you want to call them. Uh, crumb underscore Brad 88. Uh, I like that Instagram name. Why does he keep his identity hidden? I definitely think his place in calling people out in the industry is needed. But why hide it? Why not own it? Now, let me read the replies to that. Um, Here we go. Reckless Ranch responds, Have you met people as a species? They tend to be 
psycho, especially when you are asking them to be accountable for their actions. So I don't blame him. Crumb, Brad, responds, 9% of people don't have the balls to confront you off the internet, though. Reckless Ranch also responds back to that. Keyboard pussies can do plenty of damage to your reputation, employment, etc. without any confrontation off the internet. Good point. She's from Texas. I like her. Crumb, Brad, (laughs) responds, that's fair, but how is being a keyboard warrior any different than hiding your identity? I totally get where you're coming from as well. Great exchange there. Um, Thank you for that. Your thoughts? I think uh, hiding your identity. Why do you hide it? Do you hide it? I mean, it's not. It's Why not do that. you keep your identity hidden? You Batman? No, I think the the biggest thing is is like it was never because if I post my identity and post like animal kills and all that stuff, then it's about me. Then it's about you, and it's and that's going to take all the attention away from anything I post because they're like. Right now, I'm just a fat loser who's jealous of living in his parents' basement. And people like don't know what you look like. Right, right. He's yeah, jealous exactly. of girls who can't bang. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and oh. so it's I, like I would rather have that narrative out than people dissecting my – like it's it's hard for me to explain. Like I get where you're – I get that though. Well, I, I think what you just said kind of sums it all up a little bit. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, what do you think? I, I think I could promise that he's probably not scared to call anybody on in person or let him know who he is after seeing him. But I've defended <laughs> you on this uh, through several people on yeah. the internet, and all I had to just say was, so I think what a lot of people don't get, like I grew up in a kickboxing culture, like almost my entire life until my adulthood. Like mm-hmm. I understand the vibe of people from confrontation to size to ability to all that. And you don't have any insecurities in that department. I will vouch for you. Right. You are a massive human being. You are an athletic Huge. human being. Um, and you are a confident human being. And that, that's a dangerous and combination right there. And you guys, just from interaction with me, do you think that I would have a problem saying any of this to anybody's face? Absolutely not. That's like, what, none. Yeah, Absolutely not. not. That was the point I was trying yeah. to make, I guess. Well, my point would be like, uh, you know, you follow meme pages. That shit posts all the time. Yeah. You don't know who the person is. Right. This thing is funny. Yeah, or exactly. You, and yeah. But like then all my saying. DMs will blow up with lonely girls either. You know, like I have. <laughs> I just Why not? This, you know, like I, I'll just post a gray sweatpants pic. And then it'll just be, <laughs> next thing you know, I'll be married. Damn, maybe I should do that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, that, that, I think your point of like, it's not about you. Right. That That's a good point. I think that really sums it yeah, up. It's taken not away that you're, from, I don't know. It's not that you're certain, scared. Adds a certain bit of mystery to the page, too. Ooh, yeah. It kind of also makes it fun. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. It makes it fun. And I'll be honest. I always heard through people I know that you were like a big fucker and like this big athletic dude. And then when you rolled in to the studio the first time, the last episode we did, I was like, good God, it's a <laughs> fucking Viking. Like, I'm freakishly large. <laughs> you're freakishly, freakishly large. large. Like, and I try to explain that to people like before me. I'm like, listen. I'm freakishly large. I feel bad that we don't have a big enough chair in the studio for you. You even bitched about it. You're like, I'm in this fucking folding chair. Folding chair. My knees are like... like, We need to build like a hump in the studio table so you can get your knees in. Right, right. So if... I'm just saying. They they do almost hit the table. Oh, I I can see you. I'm all the way on the other (laughs) end of the table. Yeah, it's... uh, That's a good point, man. It's uh, You're definitely not scared of anybody. I don't think... uh, You could beat up like six of me. Easy. Maybe more. 
<laughs> Maybe twelve. How many ten year olds do you think I could take, dude? Probably twenty. Probably twenty five. I, I could easily take five Westies. That's what <laughs> yeah, anybody that's four six and under is or four six five six and under. You're yeah, they're, they're punching yeah. kneecaps. Yeah, they're not even following the page anymore because <laughs> I have berated them. Have, have you ever seen that skit? Or it's not a skit. It's part of a podcast where Joe Rogan and Ari Shafir take mushrooms and they go on a they go on a, like a hiking podcast and they talk about how many. It's almost exactly what you said. How many like ten year olds they could beat up, something like that. And Rogan's like, "Oh, I could fuck up like a whole bunch of ten year olds." Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. Um, Matt Spetz, he should share ideas on growing the Make Trail Cams Illegal campaign. Is that a thing you're behind? No, I oh. like trail cameras. All right, moving on then. Don't you guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, I love them. I like them. I like them. I think um, a lot. It's different. There's positives and negatives. Right, right. But, I mean, if you know what's in your timber that you normally wouldn't see, you're going to hold out. And I think it's, I mean. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. From a management perspective, yeah. it's good. Yeah. I think if, like, people that are putting, like, the cell phone cameras in bedding areas to see if their buck's going in there, that's kind of fucked up. But I, there's, there's, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but also it's a tool. Yeah. But then it also goes back to the technology limitation thing. Like, I get it. Right. And, it, and realistically, even if you have him going into that bedding area and, and you're like, fuck, I'm going to that stand this afternoon, he'll be coming out. What is the likelihood of him actually coming on a trail within bow range? Let's be honest, guys. Take some skill it's to calculate. Lot, like you have to put in time. You have to be smart. You have to be a good shot. But it's also a lot of fucking luck. Yeah. Well, so, in order to get into his bedding area and calculate it out and know he's there and not spook him out. And, and you know, it's. Yeah. I, I love cell cameras, but that's like a whole other controversial topic. It is. It's a yeah. It's a pretty gray area. Didn't they just ban them all in Arizona? Really? I don't know. I haven't heard that. I, I, heard that. I, I could see where that's coming here to the Midwest eventually. I could see that too. You know, Pope and Young's already put out some statements on it and everything. And but in I, the meantime, I'm gonna keep rocking about ten of them. Okay, yeah, I get I it. Love cell cameras. <laughs> I love them too. I think they're great, man. I just like knowing, like right now, even if it's just does. Oh, there's a doe bed over there right now. Right. That's just fun. Yeah. Right. My wife gave me shit the other day. I got to give her mad credit. She's pretty quick on her feet. Uh, we did a, uh, we just did a podcast called the Wives Podcast mm-hmm. where we let our wives take over and and talk about the good and bad of dating someone so into hunting. And my wife said, um, "Face fucking his phone" on the episode, and that was pretty receptive like to listeners. Like, I like that. That's good. So here's something kind of funny. My cell phone went off. My my cell came went off. We were laying in bed. It was on the nightstand, and I go, "Ooh." What do you think it is? And she goes, I don't know. What the fuck are you going to do? Go jump on its back? <laughs> and I was like, touche. Okay, that was pretty good. Yeah. Like, you don't need to check it right now. Right, exactly. But I get excited. I want to see what it is. But I just thought it was funny. What are you going to do? Go jump on its back? <laughs> touche, honey. Go run it down with the, the ranger? Yeah. Yeah. Run it down in a, I don't know, a double, in double P, barrel crossbow. In your PJs? <laughs> in my PJs. Um, okay, Rise of Life. Rise of Life. Rise for Life. Sorry. Instagram names are tough. The evolved habitat's corn bag that looks like dirt. Camo corn. Looks like dirt attracts like crazy. Your thoughts? I just Somebody just sent me that today, a picture of it. it I think it's just mola- dried molasses that they dump on shit. Oh, really? Yeah, so you can get real sneaky with your baits, I guess, if you're baiting deer. I, I imagine, like, the Buzzbiz family puts that out. Yeah, they have all that. I, I don't understand this shit. It's like, just dump fucking corn. It, like... It's not that hard. Just spray paint your corn. Yeah, brown. Get, corn is getting expensive though. But yeah, <laughs> it is going up. <laughs> it is going up. Yeah, smoking from a farmer. Yeah, he's like, over here making Play-Dohs. <laughs> we're, we're emptying those bins. <laughs> right. It's time to sweep, boys. Get in there and shovel your asses off here. Um, M. Keeks, will the hunting community as a whole ever call out the bullshit that goes on within um, ethics, poaching, violations, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? They haven't yet. 
Let's be honest. Um, yeah, they have. They have not. Um, so it, it depends on what you consider the hunting community. Like, are technically we're part of the hunting community, right? I mean, you guys are. Yeah, but I would say you are too. You play a role in it. People yeah, pay attention because of my street cred. Yeah, it's gone. Fuck, you're in it. Well, once you once you get to a certain level of like involvement and like eyes are on you, I you've entered the community. I don't really know what the gateway is, but I think there's going to be some companies that will, I would say, toe the line and do the right thing. I think there's going to be a lot more that just try to make a dollar off of hunters. Yeah. Yeah. And right now, I mean, look at all the products they're pushing out on everybody all the time. Well, let me throw this at you. Is say I own X company, whatever it is, and I sell whatever brand or whatever product, and I have a staff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I know about somebody that's on another staff, is it my responsibility as whatever company with my marketing strategy doing my solo thing, is it my responsibility to call out so-and-so that's on X staff? What's TNK doing? TNK is a, okay. That's a good point. That's uh, fair. That's a good point. That's fair. TNK is a uh, dude, a fast rising company, right? Um, in the game, veteran owned. I'm proud to be American. Don't give a fuck what you think. I love TNK. Right. Tyler's the shit. If he would make a fucking upland vest, like I would do weird shit for one of those. Okay, that's fair. That's cool. You go hunter song Be- because you respect. <laughs> We're like, going some duck hunts together. That's all. <laughs> oh damn! Because <laughs> you respect his what he's behind. Right, right. I get yeah. that. Okay, so you think more companies, but I don't know if that applies. So you're kind of saying you think more companies should be kind of right off the rip like that. I think that doesn't really work. You for have a lot of companies though. pandering to a lot of different people mm-hmm. that are just. We're going to try and get some of these hikers. We're going to try and get some. Of the, and it's different yeah. for the – I would say it's different for the Midwest. Or not Midwest, but the deer hunting community. Obviously, they push a bunch of dumb shit on us. But it's not like – they're not pandering. Like nobody's like making like tactical shit for hikers. And, yeah. You know, yeah. You know like right. – um, Yeah. So I think they're trying to get – like they're trying to be – there's brands that are trying to be lifestyle brands that are trying to – we take pretty pictures. We don't post – there's no blood on our page. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I, but okay. I so is it my responsibility? I, I think if you are a company, your responsibility should be to call out someone that might be on your staff and you learned about it. You should be like, Hey, listen, this motherfucker's on our staff. What did you guys do when you found out? And we did you, it. You, we did, you did it. Yeah. yeah, we did that. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that, yes, that should happen. Of course, we're speaking from what we did. Yeah. You right. know, um, we found, and if you don't know, we found out about somebody poaching that was on our promotional staff throughout our country, our country, of course, like the country. Mm-hmm. And we basically made a statement and said, "Hey, you got two options: own it or or disappear." And he didn't either, so we fucking called him out. Um, I think companies should do that more, or at least just make the statement. At least make a statement. At least make the statement. You know, I don't know. Always, I think it would help if other companies were, but. It, uh, I like if Bushlight knows about a, a guy on Coors Light doing some unethical behavior in their industry. But let's talk about the Bush Latte girl in Kansas City. I don't know her. I don't know anything about her, honestly. She's a corn-fed gal in bikinis, has only fans, and her tag is Bush Latte Girl or something. Oh, wow. oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> so what's up with her? Is that bad? I don't know. They have like a lifestyle page at a bunch of people, like Bush Light lifestyle. Is she stuff. sponsored by Bush Light? I don't know. But she's always – I don't know if that's just her stick to get like oh. – like, 
you know, Bless why, heart. why are we not sponsored yet? I mean, that's what I'm asking. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, Wine and Kugels is our beer. Bullshit. Wine and Kugels are original. Nuts. Switch it up. I'm about to make yeah. him learn. The lineys. We got a connection with Jordan. Hey, but, but I, I agree with Kurt, hey. though. Like, if I'm a bow company, like, and then some other bow company has some poacher, like, why call them out? Like, that's, you know. Right. It's really not. They should deal. be doing that well, on their look, own dime. Let's look at Green Tree. Okay. Okay. Came over here. Had charges pending in Australia. Yeah. Came over here. He's from Australia. From Australia. For charges for shooting a deer in a national park. Came over here on Mountain Ops and Under Armour's dime. Drove around in their truck all fall. Killed. I mean, him and his wife killed everything. Whitetails, yeah. elk. I don't know if they got a moose, but everything. They killed everything. Yeah. On their dime, just traveling the rest for six months while they were waiting. Char- like, they had charges pending. And none of those companies put out a statement. None of them did shit. And as soon as he pled guilty to it, they just dropped him. Like, mm. and they knew about Everybody knew about it. Like, the Bullmar shit I heard about, like, when the page first started. Right. But it couldn't say anything because of the, cause of the um, charges. You know what I mean? Like, right. you have to have that documentation. They all know about this shit is going on. They brought him over because they were using his mm. name. That's an interesting theory. He was, on all, their, point, he was on all their podcasts. They all knew about it. Yeah, like, he was probably on Rogan at that time, too. He was on right? Rogan. Yep. Man, that's a tough look. That's a tough look. A tough I, look. See, in that, here's the thing. Even say I was Mountain Ops and he came over and I knew about that and he's like, "Hey, let me take the company vehicle and do this." I'd be like, "Hey, listen, I'm not saying this is what I would do, not knowing who Adam Greentree is personally or anything like that." Hey, man, you got these charges. We got to kind of wait and see this out. Like, yeah. we're not saying we're terminating you, but we're gonna see how this pans out, right? And then we'll have a conversation about using the company vehicle and this eighty thousand dollar check we're going to write you yeah. to promote our shit and all this blah blah. Yeah, blah. and he was. I mean, he was with Hoyt. He's with uh, Eastman's Arrows. Is he still with Hoyt? No, they're all they're all with different different. Uh, oh shit! Who's the? Oh, I'll have to look up the bow company. I wonder if it's the same one that makes the crossbow. No, who? <laughs> it's something. It starts with an E. Um, but and then expedition Os- probably. I don't I, know. Yeah, my, I'm making that up. I don't know. I've, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, expedition. If that's not true. Put it something along those lines. But I mean, if you know. If you have a buddy, like I don't, I'm just trying to think of like a real life, real world example of like, like just distancing, like being like, listen, I'm still your boy, and I got your back if you need anything. But like, right this now, this shit needs a, this shit yeah. needs to calm down. You know, like I still have yeah. to protect my company and my business. You know, right? But there's no repercussions. I mean, people are still buying Mountain Ops. So if you're a boy with Epstein, what would you have done when all the shit popped off? I would have been boy. <laughs> I just did. Jeez. So, geez, totally unrelatable. God damn. It's like a little different. Out Thought here. we were having a good time. We got a mic pop and we got to get to a. Yeah, gotta, that might have been me. Yeah, I think we got a cable issue. We'll get to the bottom of that. Um, we're not going to do it right now, though. <laughs> Why would we do that? Um, here's another one. Uh, same guy, S. Stanek1. Thoughts on dogs running loose on private land? Running loose on private land. Yeah. Um, I don't. It, like is it neighbor dogs? Is it cow hunters? Yeah, is it's it, kind of vague. Yeah, I like so we coon hunt a bunch and we run hounds in the in the middle of the night, you know. And sometimes they get on other people's ground. And you just walk in and grab them and leave. That's different than during the day because most of the deer are out of bedding areas. Yeah. Um, there's laws in Iowa that if your dog goes on someone else's ground, you can go in and get it. You just can't carry a gun, but you have to walk right in. But the people will take advantage of it, same as they do anything else. They'll dump them on the road. They'll run in your ground and they'll bump everything out. You know. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm not a big fan of it. If you don't have permission to go on somebody's ground, just don't go on the ground. It's not that hard. Yeah, pretty know? fair. Pretty I fair. I had uh, one year, like eight years ago, me and my dad saw a guy walking around on a land. Shed, like, it was shed season, and all he said was he was looking for his dog, which, 
I mean, I think it's kind of bullshit, but yeah, like how more did like, know, yeah, yeah he, it's more like he, just get out of here. If but, he didn't know his dog was in there, like did he have? Yeah, a I didn't see his dog. Yeah. yeah, so he was just. I mean, that's a simple I think he, excuse. But. Yeah, he was just shit hunting. Man, it's a good thing I don't own ground. I'd be a little different with that shit. It, it takes think. the fun out of everything. It'd be different, like being where I'm at now and getting up to the point to buy ground, and then catching people doing some shit like that. I might. Yeah, act a little different. What's I mean, Austin, you own some ground. There's nothing that frustrates me more than seeing a dog run through the timber, especially when the rut's on. I've had that happen a few times. Now, if I was to catch a guy on my property saying that he was looking for a dog, I imagine I'd probably fight him. Like that's right. there's yeah. there's no excuse for that. Yeah, you throw hands. There, if there's a legit, if there's a dog running around, okay, you know. And you can get a hold of landowners too. I mean, everybody knows everybody in my neck of the woods, so there's ways to go about it. Yeah, right. my the property I hunt was not that big. I mean, I don't see no dog running around there. No. Yeah, it's uh, don't have a dog, you know. <laughs> okay. I mean, and you're the, a dog guy. All the, all those guys. I mean, I have a GPS collar on my dog that I can track for three miles. You know where your dog's at. You yeah. can turn them too. It's not that you just hit a button and they stop. Like. You know, yeah, was and your dog, and yeah, you just, most dogs aren't that shove. stupid, anyways. Yeah. Anyways, but so, but it all comes out. I mean, and, and like you get this. How many how many tree stands do you have on your boundary lines? Do you run into that problem too? Like on the ground? Oh, guys that will come over and hunt my line. Yeah, yeah, right on the line. Oh yeah, you know, and like it took all, like this year was one of those years where there are so many tree stands, so much pressure from everybody else that it almost takes the fun out of the hunting because it's like you're almost. And this is this is going to be controversial. I don't care, but. Let's say late season, you're driving around and you see a herd of deer coming out of somebody's timber. Well, more than likely, they're in that timber because they're not fucking with them, right? Yeah. They didn't push, and especially in Iowa where they, they group up. So it's probably somebody that's managing their ground. They're not pressuring. The, and you're going to go put a, a blind up across, you know, 100 yards out in the field, wait for them to come out. Like, yeah. I get it. It's legal, but is it? Is it uh, not? I don't want to say ethical, but adequate. It, yeah, adequate. Yeah, like hell, a hundred. I like it when they put them about ten yards off the line, right. so they're actually shooting onto your property. Yeah, right. And the tree stand, like we have one neighbor, and I mean, he's got probably four blinds all the way around ours. All his is open, so they all come out our timber. And he's like, "Well, we got too many eight pointers." I was like, "Well, you don't have too many of anything. They're all coming off of our ground." <laughs> yeah. I mean, not being a dick, you know, but yeah, like there's just no. Everybody is so, and again, is it selfish of me to have that outlook too? Yeah, one hundred percent. But I but is it? But you, yeah, but it's like you spend how many hours doing your food plots? How many hours you specifically don't go in a timber because it's their bedding area? You know they'll bump. Yeah, you know, and you go in there once a year to shed hunt or to move a tree stand, and then you hunt it a couple times. But yeah. I don't go deep into timber to bow hunt anymore, like because yeah. I don't want to bump deer. Right, yeah. it, Chandler. We talk about this a lot. You know, we get guys, and this is a. This is probably more of a topic of a conversation. I don't want to say our area, but probably Illinois, Iowa, like the more Midwest type area where there's not – in our area where there's not plentiful amount of, of public ground. Whereas you get guys get pissed because you have access to private ground. And a lot of it is like I lost, I juggled some ground. I mean I, I probably vented my frustrations to Doug and, and Eric and, and Austin and Ross and about – I'm lost this ground because mm-hmm. this is politics. If you don't own it, you deal with politics of mm-hmm. people moving, people selling ground, someone else getting permission. Like I've juggled that my whole life, but it seems more so a little bit in the last year or so where I was kind of at a point where I was, fuck, I got nothing to me hustling, knocking on doors, talking to people, doing this, doing that, reaching out. And then finally got in a couple pieces that might not be forever pieces, but at least for a couple of years, what you got to do type right. pieces. And it's like, you got other people that's like, man, you're lucky. I'm like, dude, but you don't understand. 
this is what I do, so I'm hustling harder. They don't see the hustle. To get access to to make connections, to do favors, to scratch people's backs, to to get access to hunt this ground. So because I got access to some private pieces, don't fucking hate on me. Right. I put in my work to try and get on quality deer. It's it's just the hustle and the grind. I mean, the people that put forth the effort are going to be the ones that are successful. And it goes the same way with landowners. You know, there's a lot of guys that own land that aren't successful. They just they don't grind i mean they don't get yeah. out there and spend the time that's what you got to do they just you see the photos yeah. and like oh must be nice yeah or they spend oh, yeah. too much time they they don't yeah. wanna, they don't understand the yeah, the like, human pressure let aspect. it rest yeah yep. like and it's weird to like buy a piece but never go on it but it's like go on it but go on it strategically strategically yes, yeah. yeah uh moving on yeah that i've been it's been one of those things that's been driving me nuts cuz even like i get sometimes new hunters don't know the difference but if you're hunting a piece of property and you know you know the person on the other side is managing their ground and it you know don't set up on the fence line like yeah, yeah. I had a change your practices right like I had a property that um, the guy had like a it would be like an old tree farm that grew up and he had deer in there like crazy I could have easily put a tree stand in the corner right where they came out and stuff I'm like this is wrong like yeah so you move I moved back down the creek probably 200 yards and I like I killed a five or six year old buck out of it he wasn't huge but he's nice I saw some giants. But I was just like, I'm not going to be that guy that's pressuring his ground. Like, yeah. I know what that feels like. You know what I like to do? When they they set up right on my line, I bring my stand in. I set it up right across from them. And I'll, and I'll sit there and park it. When I know they're in there, I'll sit right across from them. Like, I'll burn that. If anybody's going to burn that spot down, it'll right. be me. It's going to be that, me. I'm not that big of a guy that's just going to let them set up on my line. Right. We, we drug <laughs> one of our. It's funny. We've talked about this before. You play the people as much as you play the yep. deer. That's yeah. true. true. It's shitty. It turned into that too, yeah. but it's like you know what I did one time. So we got a lease where uh, we're we're actually at the time of this recording this coming weekend. So in like three days, we're going to pull. We're ending our lease. We're pulling everything out. Not that it wasn't a good lease, but we're just basically. And I don't have another lease lined up. We're basically we're taking we're moving on. Mm-hmm. And not, it was a good piece, whatever. I think it was recovering some from some sort of disease, chronic wasting EHD, whatever. Um, seen a lot of deer having issues with entry and exit on that piece. We're basically forcing ourselves to grind hard to find another lease by not having a lease. Right. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like we're disabling our hunting area to gain more area because the grind That's what we're doing. Yeah. I'm going to find another piece. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to hustle my fucking dick off. So anyway, when we first started scouting the piece in the summer or late winter, we started walking around. And I found a stand from the neighbor's facing clean in to our lease so what i did was i grabbed a trail camera that didn't work and i bunge it was just was i keep all my dud cameras for this type of shit Mm -hmm. brought in the dud camera bungeed it around the tree pointing up directly at the stand stand. but it's also 30 yards in on our line and because i know first time the motherfucker goes to sit in there he's gonna be like fuck right every time i move that camera's gonna take a picture (laughs) of me Mm -hmm. it didn't work but he don't know that Unless he's balls enough to cross the line and look at it. Well, maybe it did work. You don't know that. So I didn't go in there for like a year after I set that. Next year I go in to just see if it was even still there. I look at I look at the I look at the stand that's still there, and he has a camera pointing at his stand. Like it was weird. In case somebody was sitting in his stand. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, well, that's apparently bothering him. That ain't my problem. Yeah, right. Yeah. It bothered him enough. Yeah, it's on my side. Maybe right. that's dirty, but you're hunting my ground. Right, right. It, it shit drives me bonkers. It's a spot I'd never go in because it's like this, just this little inlet around this creek. It, it just wouldn't really be worth it. Especially, I know that 
idiot's going to be, that mouth breather's going to be in there sitting in that stand. You yeah. know, I'm not going to fuck around. <laughs> so I just did that to fuck with him. Mentally, if he goes in there to hunt our piece on his piece, it, dude, I'm telling you, the the fence touches the tree he was sitting in. Like the old barbed wire yeah. fence oh, that yeah. Mark's property line was grown into the tree. That's how long it's been there. And he's sitting on in that tree facing into our ground. So, hey, you want to? I'll play the game with. Oh, you. hey! So you it gets dirty. Play Steve again. Win Steve prizes. It shit drives me nuts though. It, but it, but what I did was it wrong? No, no. The truck camera wasn't real. It was fake. Right, but it's not like you did anything that, like you were just letting him know that you knew he was there. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like it wasn't like you were. But at the same time, I mean, like you said, I'll put a we'll put we'll drag one of those. I'm just controlling out, right? his his ethics. You know, because they like to sit. There's like a corner, and they'll set 50 yards out. Well, we're just going to drag a blind up right in that corner, so deer aren't going through there. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and but it's it's insane. It drives me nuts. It's weird, I, and I don't you know have, how people are not self like. I don't know, is there, uh, like not self respect, but self evaluating, being like, okay, am I the asshole in this situation? Like, it's I, I rude. Was, yeah, and, I, and I've been there. I've been there and done that, especially earlier in my career. Like, I've I've hunted on fence lines and been you know right on the neighbor's edge. It's like now looking back on it, it's like that's you know it's probably not the right move. So, yeah, well, it's also be going back like when you're young. Yeah, it doesn't matter when you're you know because yeah. you have nothing in it then you yeah. know yeah like, you think a little differently yeah, yeah. You, you know it's it's an interesting convers- topic of conversation but it's like you know if, if I can avoid it I avoid it right yep. you know if, if here's the thing that one of the pieces I grew up on hunting there's a field edge on each end of the field edge on the neighbors there's a ladder stand on one side there's a hanger on the other side and they're right on the line and do we hunt up on that line definitely not would I ever do it no mm-hmm. um. I don't know what they're doing doing that because they have plenty of other places they could hunt. I just think it's insecurities, and I think a lot of it is we've killed some good deer on that piece, and actually on the other end of the ground and where they're at. And I'm sure you know the social media grapevine. Yeah. See some dad. My my dad killed some good bucks in there. They saw those pictures, or somebody told them about it, and then mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna hunt the line." Yep. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, this is question. A, this is a fun one. John Baldwin, forty six. My ex left me and is now a sicko wearing camera girl in the industry. Also takes pics with dead ducks in her mouth. Where does she belong? Um, and then Zach. To the streets. To the streets. <laughs> belongs to the streets. Uh, for lover for likes. And you said. I kind of know that. You said, <laughs> who is this? <laughs> <laughs> who is this? <laughs> he didn't respond to that. No. Um, I'll probably DM you later. A is, lot of uh, guys have lost girlfriends to the, to the industry. Oof! You hate to see it. Hate hit. to see it. But um, hate to see it. Bunch of duck bunnies. <laughs> hate to see duck bunnies. If they go like, dude, dude. The inner workings of DSD or whatever that thing is. DSG. DSG. DSD is the decoys. Yeah. DSG. They're just like with together having a good time. They're not together. They're all hating each other. Everyone's arguing. Infiltrating from the inside is what I like to say. You know that DSG crew. That's what we're doing. Gonna be the number one most wanted <laughs> on that crew. You? Yeah. There's like. Uh, they're, I don't know if Melissa Bachman's a leader. I love Melissa. She's the shit. They got some legit she's girls legit. on there. They do. But that's the thing. Is like They have a, some bad-ass women on there that are awesome. And then they got some uh, duck guide, duck in their mouth. Just, yeah, that's rough. He's rough. Going, he going on a duck hunt. Rough to see. He's going on that duck hunt. <laughs> Taking your dog. <laughs> We're going to Arkansas. <laughs> Just going to pull some triggers. Pull some triggers, I, man. And they may some be dicks. careful. They may be okay in Arkansas, but if, they, if, if your girl's going on a duck hunt, <laughs> In Oklahoma or Texas, 
just leave her there. Not a good look. <laughs> she ain't coming back. She belongs she's, to the streets. She's in the street. She's probably got a new boyfriend down she in blo- Texas. She belongs in the blind. Yeah. Like, leave her there. Like, just know that. If your girl is going to a trade show by herself. She gone. She gone. She gone. Like, she don't, she's, not, she's not yours anymore, bud. Like, she the, gone. The game got her. The game. The game all sucked her in. Oh, oh boy. Man. Hey, listen. It's here's insane. the thing. There's a reason why those girls aren't going out killing 150s. Exactly. Right. There's killing ducks. Ducks, Listen, yeah, not or, that impressive. No, would I do it? Yeah, I'd go kill some ducks oh, with yeah, them. For sure. Probably, yeah, not. but we're not gonna fuck guides either. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, they're a bunch of girl guides. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that ain't for me. But you know, I'll drink beer with them. <laughs> I go. Yeah, I'll drink. I'll drink a beer with you and cuss a little and yeah. miss a duck or listen to them. Miss, to, yeah, listen miss to a them bunch talk of about doing it. But um, hey, man, sorry to hear about your girl. But sorry, man, you're in a better place now, man. Just just get one that doesn't hunt. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a rough one. If you meet them on Instagram, it ain't gonna last. It's a long. tough look. It's, it's a, a tough, tough, tough look. Don't get her bolt on. She'll leave you for duck guides. Uh, <laughs> ASAP. Man, this guy is all in this. Um, He's got some good ones. S. Stanick one. I don't know. How, I said his name like five different times a different way. Um, but thank you for the participation. This is fun. Um, who would you rather buy gear from? A cor- uh, corporation who sponsors a long list of cringeworthy social media accounts or from someone making cool gear with a hunting violation rap sheet? Ooh. Would it's you tough. would it's you tough. rather buy gear from a corporation who sponsors a long list of cringeworthy social media accounts, or from someone making cool gear with the hunting violation? I had to read that twice. I think I'd go with the cringy social media cringy accounts. Social media. Yeah, yeah, because that's a, that's marketing, right? To yeah. a point, like it's exposure yeah. versus just supporting people and saying "fuck it." Yeah, support them. Well, we got their backs. Yeah, because then if you're if you're supporting someone that does that, you're participating. Yeah, yeah. In, a, yeah. in a roundabout way. Yeah, I, I, we have have or had. I'll keep it vague. Um, some partners that have sponsored some people that we think are kind of cringeworthy or funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't think we don't go right to their department in person and be like, mm, "Come on, man, yeah. what the fuck?" Like, yeah. yeah. And the response well, is typically like, "Dude." It's exposure. Here's the other thing is there's there's been brands that have messaged me or I'll see they're going to an outfitter and the outfitter has charges. And I'll be like, are you like sure you want to do this? Like, just so you know. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we didn't hear anything about that. I'm like, well, here's the documentation. I'm like, it's not just a one, you know, one guy. It's they're all involved. Yeah. And they still go there. And it's like, well, what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, right. It's a free hunt, you know. For a lot of people, that's tough to say no to, you know, right. and a lot of people don't get those opportunities. I, I get that to a point. It's a tough. You got to make the call. You got to make calls that aren't fun. Right. To, and, and I think we've made some calls that aren't fun. Yeah. And I think it worked out better for us. Like right. We've gained more respect. Maybe at first it's kind of, this sucks. But fuck. Hey. What can you do? It right. was it what it was. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it was what it was. <laughs> um, and it is what it is. Moving on. That's a good one. I'm going to heart that one. That's a fun one. Um, <laughs> King of the Googans. Get ready for some eloquent phrases like, do you know what I mean? And if that's how you feel, come fight me. Also, add in some old football stories. Maybe some hunting stuff. And then here's some replies. You responded. Oh, great. Now no one is going to listen because you just summarized it. <laughs> and he responds, I'm just playing. I love you, man. So apparently he's a good dude. Yeah, he's not. I mean, he's I didn't know shit. he was fucking with me at first. But yeah. <laughs> you never know. But he wasn't wrong. I did. That's my podcast record. You know, or like that's my rap sheet on podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. I am Steve Costa. 
writes, who's selling their bodies for hunts and who should be following for solid hunting techniques? Who should we be following for solid hunting techniques? We can't really get into the name thing again, like we said yeah. earlier. It's a little dark, but who is, though? You know what I mean? Yeah, they're out I, there. Doug, your thoughts? I would, like, Pass. look <laughs> again. Like, this is not just a blanket statement, but look at who is going on guided hunts <laughs> all the time. Like, I think we've discussed it. Duck camp is just debauchery. Like, Christians don't go to duck camp. And, uh, <laughs> like, but you're gonna see Bibles at duck camp. Yeah, there's no Bibles. They're not praying before the hunt. Stop that one year at band camp. Remember that one year at duck yeah. camp. Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh damn! Like, who's? It's it's honestly that easy though. Who's? I would look to see who's doing it on their own ground in their own state. And consistently, and even if they're not killing huge shit, at least they're out hunting. Yeah. You know, they're not going to the mountains and taking, doing a photo shoot and then re, redoing that, you know, throughout the year, like, you know, Outdoor Alley did. But, and I don't, and I, this is not me questioning her morals as a, as a woman. And I think, believe she's married. I don't get that vibe from her. I mean, I don't like her account, but that's not, it's not because of that. Right. But look who's going on guided hunts all the time or guided, you know, fishing trips or all that stuff. That shit is not free. It's expensive, man. Right. And yeah. so, you know, regular people can't just afford to go on. You're trading something. You're right. paying somehow. Yeah. Yep. Solid points. Solid yeah, points. The math don't add up, you know. And that's not just, there's one guy that's like, why do you hate women? I like, I love women. Okay. <laughs> that's not that. I love the ladies. I love the ladies. I'm just like, but I'll call, you know, I'll call it like I see it. It's not, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure this shit out. Yeah. It's, um. Pretty, unless you have like real influence and a company is covering you, mm-hmm. you can see it. Yeah, like even Good in the point. summer, if you see a bunch of girls on a boat, there's a guy driving the boat. One of those girls is fucking the guy on the boat. Like he didn't yeah. just invite you out to look at yeah, your take kid. one for the team. Yeah, like that's just common knowledge. Like we're not, <laughs> right. this is rocket science. Like if we had boats and yeah. a bunch of girls were on them, everybody be suspicious. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Uh, exactly. We suck as a group yeah. of dudes collectively. <laughs> we, have, we have no like, girls around. Have you guys seen that tiny boat nation though? Have uh-huh. you guys followed that? They take John boats and turn them into little bat, like bass fishing boats. Oh, right. Check uh-huh. it out. It's awesome. And I'm like, that's pretty that. dope. We can, get some, we can get some girls on, like three girls. One maybe. time my buddy and I <laughs> turned a, the, yeah, I'd have to be that. in the back the just whole time. You and three girls. Yeah, they'd have to be in the front because <laughs> it'd be too small of a boat. You just, you just <laughs> wait at Casey's and invite chicks on your boat. Wait for the girls in stretchy pants and Crocs. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, if you want to go boat today. Hey, you want to go catch some carp? <laughs> yeah. If Jump you own on. a boat or you're a duck guy, you're definitely getting laid. I turned an old, uh, me and my buddy Cameron turned an old you John boat into it. a bow fishing boat. We cut some plywood and just put some bed liner on it and put it in the front. It worked great. Yeah. Nice. That's what they're, like the Tiny Boat Nation, I think is what it's called. It's They do some awesome shit. I don't even fish, I, it, but it looks cool. I'll have to check it out. That sounds fun. Um, okay, moving on. And there's a lot in here. Oh, we already talked about the crossbow thing. Breezy OG, thanks for submitting, man. We kind of already covered that. Okay. Oh, this guy. Outside and shit. Do you know this guy? No, but he has a private account with a fake profile, so he isn't really that much better. Okay, so he is a mountain lion. Like a terrible taxidermy mountain lion as his profile picture. He's gonna, dude. He's gonna be stroking his dick that we're reading this comment. Okay, okay. no, he's well, just gonna be stroke away, dick. man. We can assume you weren't breastfed as a kid since you hate women. That's pretty funny. <laughs> they just don't think you're special, huh? The real question is, why does your opinion matter when the people you shit on kill more animals in one season than you have in a lifetime? Which they wouldn't know that because you, your page is not about you. Um, 
You just indiscriminately jealous hate people who are better hunters than you. Sure, the insta hosts and poachers suck D, but why go after the rest? Hiding your identity while flaunting insecurity. So admirable. I used to be a serious fan, too. However, ever consider gaining some integrity back? And... God dang. Um, there was... It said hide replies, but I don't see any replies on that one. But uh, Am I deleted. I comments? think I called him a whiny bitch. Oh, <laughs> well, that's hilarious. Um, I love it. That's kind of funny. I mean, it's, I don't get it. He tries hard. Is he shit posting on you or what? He, he just like I think he'll just randomly message and he like it's just his thing, you know. Like it's just the same. There's it's always the same group of guys. Yeah, you know, that are like, oh, you're just insecure and blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, literally. And this is not again not me being cocky. This this is this does not come from insecurities, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that thing that's kind of overplayed with your page. I mean, it, once this podcast is out, you've kind of cleared all that up. Yeah. Like, it's not about you. This is what you're doing. This and and you're you're trolling a little bit. Yeah, it's fun. Hundred percent. It's funny. It's like a six nine made millions off it. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, familiar. Um, couple guys. Oh hell yes, hell yeah. Uh, why do people idolize idiots? James Dean Strubble asked that. And I don't know. I don't know. All right, Instagram. That's a wrap for the gram. Let's get to Facebook. Facebook, there was, there's always significantly less um, on Facebook. Oh, they wrote some long ones on Yeah, those. but there's some, there's some good ones here. Um, I, I'm going to read them, whether or not we've like covered them or not, just to give the people okay. the credit to Yeah. For doing it, and we can break them down. Maybe we might have something to add. So we're on Facebook now. Um, Matthew Hartman writes: Do you think that your comments on ethical hunting and the use of crossbows by people who are using it as an easy way out rather than learning to hunt feeds into the narrative of gun control that a person who owns a weapon of any sort should be trained on how to use it properly and hunt ethically, or should every Joe schmo be able to go out? Buy a gun and head to the woods without knowing what the hell they are doing. I need to reread that. <laughs> I feel like he's passionate about that one. Yeah. Um, do you feel like your comments on ethical hunting and the use of crossbows by people who are using it as an easy way out rather than learning to hunt feeds into the narrative of gun control? Hmm. I mean, is he basically asking, like, if you you should have experience with a weapon that you take out. Is yeah, that what do, you, do you agree with just turning somebody loose in the timber? Do you think that they should have some type of training and education like before they go out and use it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, I mean, I, we ought to take it. Yeah. At least, I don't really get uh, at least cited in. Yeah. I, I get, I must not get the point of this. Wait, comment. Okay. Yeah. Everybody has to have some basic training. I mean, a hunter safety course or whatever, but yeah, I, it's nice if you have somebody that'll go out and teach you the ropes, but a lot of people don't have that. I, I mean, I think we'd all prefer that that was the case and everybody right. was extremely educated with their weapon when they went out, but of course. sometimes it's just not always that way. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, this is a narrative of gun control. I don't really get what he's saying. Well, using it as an easy way out rather than learning to hunt feeds into the narrative of gun control. I don't, maybe I'm just reading this wrong in my head. I don't. I'm I'm lost a little bit. Yeah, I'm a little lost on that one. I let's just say yes to that. Cool, man. That's a good comment. Thanks, Matthew. Um, <laughs> Be respectful out there. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. You're uh, 
We tried, dude. I'm sorry. Um, Brandon McQueeth, will you have a booth at the Iowa Classic and be roasting people live? I'd really like to see that. That would be awesome. That, that would, be, would a, be a fucking good time. Dude, that just would your be a giant good time. logo behind you and just like, hey, fuck you. Just free roasts. What are you, a duck guide? <laughs> hey, we get that big booth. We just give him his own little corner. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Come see Mick Hunting Great again live in the working class boat. We'd, char- we'd have to charge for that. That's, that shit wouldn't be free. It's like a <laughs> – Just roast him live. It was like Joe Dirt at the carnival with a can of God. spam and in your hip or Iowa, Pam. Yeah, walk away, cut off ass. flannels and fucking drink, <laughs> drink and beer. God forbid you only come back once. Yeah, you throw three quarters and expect a win. <laughs> walk away, hard ass. <laughs> Shit, when is it? That's in a couple, uh, month? Yeah, it's happening. Okay. I got an email today. You're Ken Alley? I'm, I'm there. Oh. You coming with? You should come with. Come on. I, mean, I got people in Des Moines. Hey, come on out. I hey. used to have all the big buck hunter records in the morning when I lived there. We got an Airbnb. You don't got to say who you are. Just be there. We got an Airbnb. You be, be our bouncer. I mean, it's Iowa. I'll blend in. Everybody's busy. Hey, you want us to make you exactly. a shirt that says WCB Security? Oh, that'd be good. That would be sweet. Yeah. Can we do it? Yeah. All right. Know. We'll do that for the show. Put him on one side and Jeremy Beck on the other. Yeah. Jeremy Beck, not a fan. What's that? Jeremy Beck's not a fan. Really? Yeah. Of us? Of me? Of <laughs> you. Yeah. But you guys, I think, would actually get along. Fuck him. <laughs> so. We'll watch two heavyweights. Yeah. yeah. It would be real cool, Jeremy. You guys would get along. It, he just doesn't know it yet. Yeah. Jeremy's a homie. What um, a hater. I don't even know who this guy is, and he's hating on You me. guys are probably Viking brothers. You don't even know it. He's a Viking. For sure. He's a you Viking. You guys are probably related without even knowing it. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. I don't think you, I have any Jeremys in my family. But <laughs> I mean, Jeremy. Thanks, um, Jeremy. Real cool. <laughs> he's a good dude. He's a homie. He's a, he's actually a really good friend of ours. He's a massive human. Probably the realest dude do? I know. What's he do? Um, welder. He's a welder. Yeah, he's a he's a real, real. Uh, I was gonna say, is he an iron worker? But Does he's he a have welder. A YouTube channel? No, he don't do nothing. Oh. He's just a uh, he's just a working class guy. Oh, huge supporter of ours. So careful what you say. I'm not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Jeremy might be able guy. to kick your ass. He, under, he, unlike Bowman, he obviously has a problem with me. <laughs> no, we don't have a problem. He just. Uh, I think he kind of. I think he's just trolling. I, I think he kind of fell into the um, like negative post type thing. Okay, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Misunderstood. It's fine. I mean, he's entitled to his opinion. You guys will meet at Iowa. Is he coming to Iowa? Jeremy? I don't think so. No, he's coming to the garage party, but I don't think he's. Coming yeah, you got to come Iowa. to the garage party. We'll we'll, we'll discuss that with you. <laughs> we'll make you guys fight. I think I got that invite. You should have. Yeah. Yeah, you should have. We'll talk about it. Um, Skylar Stanek. I'll break you guys up. Is there anyone fight. he looks <laughs> up to? In the- Dude, I'm too fucking old to be fighting people, man. I'd be sore for a week. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? None of us want to see it anyway. That'd be brutal. Yeah, on all that's of us. like Shane Carwin and Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. Would, nobody wants to see that. Somebody's going to die. Yeah, there's death all around that fight. Um, is there anyone he looks up to in the outdoor industry? He has got three questions in one. That's the first. Okay, one. the first one. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I like Winky and I like the Midwest Wattle guys. And we yeah. talked about growing up who we like. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Those guys. Sorry, I got to get closer. Yeah, you're all good. Um, anybody right now? Like current? I mean. Pick someone besides Winky, just off the top. Who doesn't like Winky? Uh, everybody loves Winky. Okay. He's at the top of the list. Um, You're not a Mark Drew. How, how do you How do you feel about Lee Lakowski? He's Dude, an they're, Iowa boy. They're, all those phases they have. I love that. You don't like that? No. <laughs> Come no. on. <laughs> no. You don't love that? No. Oh, man. No, I don't have beef with juries. I just like that. Is a little, a little extreme for you? Come on. Come on. 
I love it. I don't. I don't get. I don't get the corny look you're giving. I feel like a lot of people. I'm a fan. I'm not saying they don't kill giants. A bunch of their team yeah. follows the page. Yeah. So I got no. It's not. It's not that. But it's just like, come on. Okay. Well, I thought like, I thought little, you'd be little, on board. Little too many phases for you. There's too many phases. All How right. many phases would you shit, have? Shit Four. Shit on my <laughs> shit on my next childhood hero. How, how do you feel about Lee Lakowski? It's a double-edged sword because of all the people they brought into Iowa. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could see that. Um, I think what he – like, and I haven't seen any of his stuff lately, but watching his shows back in the day, like, he would pass giants, and he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yep. Yeah. And then he would kill a mega giant, and that's odd because he showed I, what That's what, what I've could always be. been interested yeah. in, and he's like at the – as far as I'm concerned, like at the top of the game, when you're passing, you know, 180-inch four-year-olds, right. that's – you're pretty he's much – He's one of the, the guys point. we have yeah. not had on the show. Yep. And thanks to you, we'll probably never have him on the show. What, I'm just Lee? I don't have a problem with Lee. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got connection. I'm just kidding. Come on now. But that is, we'll I'd, say, I'd say that's the biggest thing is is all the shows, and not just him. I mean, there was the, was the most popular. Yeah. But everybody pushing Iowa and – Dude, Iowa sucks. Yeah, I was trash. Go to Ohio. Been pushing Ohio and Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah Ohio's Ohio, great. They're killing giants in Ohio right now. Dude, <laughs> dropping monsters. Man. Kansas, Left and right. Fucking go. To Kansas, Kansas is Kansas. a spot. Yeah, like easy to get tags. Just don't. Fuck. I was overrated. Yeah, um, it's kind of like Iowa, just more west. Yeah, like I was good. I mean, if you want to talk early two thousands, like in pr- everything previous, the Kiskey that, days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Iowa like, I was best. fucking. I was. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about Kiskey? Don, I, Kiskey. I like him. You're a fan. I like him. They're far. I mean, they're farmers, right? And yeah. that they just. I was like that stripper in a so, prime, but now it's like a little too old. Like, yeah, like keep, we're going down It's like the it, milf category. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, that yeah, bar yeah. that was really popular for a while, and then everybody went there and ruined it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. too exclusive now. Yeah. Too exclu- yeah. Okay, yeah. Give, give, top of the head, your next spur of the moment, Hunting Idol, or I guess look up to. Fuck, Hunting Idol, Jeez. not Hunting Idol. You look up to him in a way. I mean, I like I like the like the bone collector, like T Bone, like. Who yeah. didn't love fucking T Bone? Yeah, right. and he's just it seems like a like you guys said genuine, but he portrays that as well. I he like, is, yeah. Um, like Iowa guys are, are like anybody T Bone. You said it. You just yeah. call it. Yeah, but I mean, I'm trying to think anybody out what? No, um, I, I think everybody loves Shocky for a while. I think yeah. I know too much about the guy now. See, I don't know, but he did. I don't like, know his, too much. His content, like, and it's the same with Ronella. Like they were, and again, I'm not bashing Shocky because I don't need a bunch of motherfuckers DMing me about that. Because I'm not like it's just I'm a Shocky fan. I love yeah, Shocky. Yeah, and it was the same way with like when when Ranella started. Like that was that was that level. Like Uncharted yeah. with Shocky was the but coolest you, thing you, ever. You feel it's that Shocky's kind of like exceeded his. I think you get so big. And yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of like with like actors and comedians. Like they're around too long. Yeah. Um, I I don't feel that with Shocky personally. No. I we had Shocky on the show. I've met Shocky several times personally, and he's been so cool to me, man. And I. I, and it was never anything personal with him. It's just like, I hear what you saying, yeah. like just the perspective of it, right? Right. right. And right. he was, he did. He's a great advocate for hunting, yeah. 100%. And so was Renault. Yeah. I won't say that bad thing bad about that. I think they were yeah. both great. But Conservation dude. wise, I don't think many people's on his level when it comes to doing things for conservation. True. Agreed. Agreed. Right. Shocky, dude. The times I've met him, he's always been so cool. I've always had like big gauges in my ears, whatever. Not like huge, but like big for the hunting industry. And he's always been like, dude. I love your gauges, or he'll give me shit about me. Like, I had my ears pierced back in the day. I just think that's cool. Like, he kind of gave me shit about him. I'm like, oh, man. He goes, no, dude, keep them. Don't take them out. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, he, and I came back the next year, and I met him again at ATA and stuff. He's like, hey, man. Like, he remembered me because my gauges, like, just, uh, that just was cool for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just neat that 
a legend in the game is remembering fucking holes in some fucking punks here. <laughs> it's funny. Um, question number two: Are smokeless muzzle loaders the crossbows of the muzzle world? Muzzle loader world. Holy yes. fuck! Yes, they are. Easy. One hundred percent. Does someone who has a rap sheet? All right, hold on. Let's edit the Seymour. Holy Jeepers fuck! Christ. He's got Who's ten questions. Skylar Stanek. I didn't know there was ten. Uh, but we got to skip through these. Just, uh, pick, pick out your favorite. Jeez, let's do his homework. Is this for a class project? Apparently, he's writing a report. Um, this is kind of funny. Uh, are people who manage their deer herds essentially the same as cattle farmers? Probably. Except for I don't think cat- so. Except for your cattle can't fucking walk onto the neighbors and get hammered. Yeah, you know <laughs> your neighbor's not going to sell your cow. You're right. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't think so. Oh, personally. Okay. Um, thoughts on you would, I- ha- you would have to own thousands and thousands of acres to ma- to truly manage a deer herd. Well, even then, it's like you're not – you don't have a feed lot and you're not right. like – it's not, not the same. Yeah. It's yeah. not the same. Um, and if you think it's the same, come try it. Um, thoughts on how – thoughts on Iowa's hush program? I'm like torn on this because I think some people just shoot does or, or deer and donate them and don't have anything to do – I mean some guys will shoot little bucks and do the same thing and just donate. I think that's bullshit. I think if you're going to shoot a deer, shoot a deer and kill it. But I think it's – it's good because there's so many doe tags in Iowa right now to try to keep the population. That, yeah. that, that makes sense. Yeah, but. there's. I mean, I look at it as a tool. I think a lot of these farms, like Lee Lakowski went in and mowed 70 down off his farm in the first year just trying to get that ratio right. Yeah. If you're truly looking to manage your property, you know, an outlet like that hush program is the best thing since I sliced use, bread. I, I use the program a lot, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, think it's that's great, just my man, opinion on and it. And I used it a lot. Like, one in high school, I, I used it for a few deer a year probably. Um and we don't have the hush program in Illinois, it's, but we have something like it. Um, and I actually did like some class projects on it and stuff in high school. And uh, I think it's great because if if I was, uh, I guess, part of the hungry that was consuming these deer, um, I think I'd much rather consume red meat and steaks right. and backstrap and chili and good stuff than canned something yeah. right right you know but I, I think like there's people that are shooting multiple deer a year and not keeping any of the deer and, and using that donating. as their deal right. yeah unless it's a buck and then they'll just cut the head off you know or, or yeah. keep it out and then donate the rest of it too yeah i think if you're doing it if you're using it like that you're kind of an asshole right but if yeah. you're doing it because like you said manage your doe population 100 percent. here's what we would do is we would shoot a doe early season or something like that my dad and i keep that one we'd shoot our buck or two bucks whatever we could and then maybe Keep one of the bucks meat and then donate the other buck or donate the other buck in a doe if we got one late mm-hmm. season. That's how we normally That's do it. That's how I do it. Like yeah. if I shoot a doe right away, I'll use that and then maybe yeah, another I, one. My family, donate our red meat, our number one source of red meat is wild game. I'm not killing all these deer and then going to buy beef steaks at Walmart. That ain't me. <laughs> right, right. You know, I'm not doing my that. My freezer's full of beef, so I only shoot deer that I need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair, too. I mean, it's like... But we have cows, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, not it's like, like, where's it? Yeah, we're in the Midwest. Um, man, these are deep. I'm kind of skipping through. How do we fix the outdoor industry without just further dividing everyone? I don't know. I don't know. I, it's... There's always going to be some level of fuckery. Yeah. Always. You might as well ask, how do we heal the country without <laughs> dividing it further? It's like, it's just can't, it's not going to happen. It's always going to be division. Yeah. A lot of these are long and um, I'm going, moving ahead. We've already kind of talked about this. This one kind of talks about like Hunter personal space and setting up stands within 50 yards away and, and all that. We kind of got into that. We don't yeah. need to beat that down. Um, 
Corey Smith writes, I started following him after the first podcast. I'm assuming our first podcast. And it's refreshing to see someone calling out the bullshit in the hunting industry. Also, it's refreshing that his posts don't have 20 hashtags on them and have nothing to do with the post. Okay, that's no hashtags it. ever, unless it's ironic. And I, I bet I haven't hashtagged in like two years. I always thought, why do people uh, post something and then comment all the hashtags? It, like they think it's sneaky, like, like to hide them. It's like a oh, way okay. to like they think it's like tricking the algorithm. Yeah. Okay, um, yep. and it adds another comment on their post, so it bumps up there. Yep. Uh, what's it called? It just it's like the interactions of it, yeah. Yeah, engagement. Okay. Um, Matthew Diwali, why do you think saddle hunters get portrayed as douches? I mean, have you yeah. seen Saddle Hunters? You know why it is? Easy. I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why it is. I'm having a good time. It's because the comments in the forums of, like, the weight cutting, the ropes, the carabiners, the knots, the... It's kind of... It's nerdy. It's nerdy. And, and, it's and a, you just look at the whole process of it. You're hanging from a tree. I mean, you have to be able to poke fun at yourself a little bit. When it's kind of light in the loafers but also, looking. Yeah. I think part of it is, is saddles... It's not like tethered and bended saddles. Saddles have been around for... Ever, yeah. Sure. That's, what, that's just, why I got into him. My yeah. buddy had been doing it for years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and now I think a lot of it. It's a trend. Again, I'm, not, it's I'm not throwing this at you, but like you said, it's people writing trends. It's like, oh, for sure. And it's the same with like a lot of the stuff. It's the same with people doing BHA just so they can have that tag, so BHA will push their shit. Like, yeah, you see it a lot. Like a lot of people are doing like just like you said, writing trends. Like if you're, and it, and, it, and a lot of I mean, this is going to sound bad, but the the whole adult onset hunter, yeah, you know the hang like the. Go in as light a weight as possible and go up and get in your saddle. Like, that's popular now. It's yeah. not anything we would ever consider 10 years ago, really. Yeah. yeah. It's for sure effective. Yeah. But my thing is, it's like, I don't know. I can do it no matter what kind of setup I need. But I get being light is awesome. Yeah. And, and it's an advantage. Right. And there's something kind of cool about walking in, wearing your stand. And literally, I, you can make fun of me if you want to. I wear a fanny pack, so I put all my shit in the fanny pack. I'm okay with the fanny pack, and I'm so. rock. I'm rolling in with a little longbow. Like I'm, it doesn't get any lighter than that. It is kind of a cool feeling to just go in as light as you can. I'm yeah. not a public hunter. Like I walk into my private and do that. It's just cool to be a minimalist. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is cool. That is cool. But as soon as you start like cutting stitches out of your saddle and you're drilling holes in your sticks, I'm not. Like, a, I'm not a mod guy. Yeah. I. I I'd rather put more effort into figuring out how to kill the deer than fucking with my yeah. equipment. Yeah. Use it as 100%. a tool like it's designed to be used and don't worry about fiddle fucking with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm here to hunt deer. I'm not here to fuck with climbing sticks. Yep. Like to the point it's like what are you doing this for? Like right. I you know, I'm more pay, I'm paying more attention to the actual or uh, even art like, of what even we're like doing. me on the stuff that we hunt. Like if I know that there's a tree that I want to get in, like instead of going in that morning and everything, I'll go in that night before the frost and the, you know after everything's out of the bedding area set my my sticks and my stand up and then come back in the morning the frost is going to kill all the scent anyway yep. you know so yeah. it's it's how do you want to spend your time you know and then i'm not super sweaty when i go get up in the tree but also you don't see me hauling my ass up a tree on the <laughs> sticks like i like the big setups and a lot of room and the platform yeah. and everything. well i mean you're yeah for good reason um okay we got a few left some of these are kind of like joke questions but i'm gonna read it anyway uh travis roberts What's his favorite episode of Bomar Bow Hunting Big Buck Bomar Breakdown? <laughs> I've literally never watched it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Mike Schultz, why do public land hunters need to tell everyone they're public land hunters? It's like the new veganism. Yep. I'm yeah. with that. Or the, uh, CrossFit. Yeah. It's it's like an, almost an arrogance thing because they can't like get private property. Okay. 
I mean, right? It's like, I'm not trying to be a dick. No, I'm not disagreeing. It's with like you. here's 130 inch her butt was killed on public, was killed land. On public land. Makes yeah. him bigger. Yeah, that's 40. Inches. That's a trophy right there because yeah. of the pressure. And we get asked a lot. I got nothing against people want to do that. Like I, no, I, I think, think that's great. Do your um, thing. But like, also don't shit on me for how I do my thing. That's a, that's that's the issue with it all, right? Is that that's the only reason why it ever became a thing. It's because, and maybe I'm wrong there. Maybe I, my interpretation of it's off. You have the public guys shitting on the private guys, and then the private guys have to kind of say like, "You killed a 130 inch deer. Don't shit on me because I want to kill 160s on private." Like, right? The, it, you can't hate on either end. It's just do you. Yeah, just fucking do you. Stay yeah. in your lane. Stay in your lane. Hunt how you want. Be happy. Yeah. Congratulate the guy for getting it done where he gets it done. And if you, I mean, if you're doing it on public. Dude, I'll give you an extra hard pat on the back. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I don't want to do it. But don't tell me I'm an asshole for hunting honey, private. Yeah, hunting my yeah. private. Yeah. yeah. And, it, like, it sucks having a leash shit now. And, but that's it just what it's turned into. It sucks. But at the same time, save, save your fucking money. It's not, I mean, the leases aren't crazy expensive anymore. Going with a couple of buddies, you can get a couple. Get two buddies that are down. Yeah, you get 100 and, 150 acres. You can kill good sized deer. One of you will. Yeah. You know, or have a chance at it if it's in the right spot. Let's work together, man. You got to yeah. get. The trick to that, get good people who are on your team and want to see you be successful just as much as they want to be successful. Right. That's the key to getting good lease partners. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to lease, at least with my dad, if my dad kills a big buck just as good as me killing a big buck. Yeah. My buddy who's learning how to hunt, but he's also not making arrogant decisions or cocky decisions. He's following our lead. We're all in communication. That's yeah. the circle you need in a lease. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to learn. He's following your lead, how you hunt. He's listening. He's, he's doing what you tell him to do. Yep. And he's learned. Yeah. Yep. Hey, the the wind's doing this. I want to get it on here. What do you think? Oh, no, dude, you're good. Do your thing, man. Yeah. Learn. Go mm-hmm. and learn. You know, like communication's key. That's 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 tough. We'll, we'll probably do a whole episode on that, like lease partners. That'd be yeah. a good one. Yeah. So at least ground, I shut. I mean, my biggest blow buck was off a lease. Yeah. But, I mean, right lease, it was 80 acres. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's giants in it. It's just. Yeah, you, you still have the same thing. You have to put in the time. Yep, and it, it wasn't that expensive. I mean, how much money? You, like, if you're spending all your money on your equipment, you know, buy a cheaper bow or you, you, like. There's yeah. ways to save money that you can. You you're know, already you know. invested in this thing. Don't stop at the most important point. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Um, Jake Vol- Volink followed his page for a while, and then I realized. Then you realized it's a black hole of negativity. So I had to bail. There's quite a few thumbs up on that one. I think that goes back. I just had to read that to kind of cause oh, we kind fair. of covered that. Yeah. yeah, fair you say. Fair. Okay. Fair. It's not. I mean, it, you don't go there for. It's not a positivity page. I never. <laughs> yeah, you're not there to like, like spread the love it's for not no rainbows. Reason. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah 100. percent Yeah. I'm talking shit. I'm not. You know. And there. I mean, I'll share some good stories. Like you know. But yeah. for the most part, that's not what it's there for. I'm not. Which it's a tool for a certain cause. Follow it or don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I love how you just, you know it. I mean, you're not, it's obvious, right? Um, <laughs> this is oh, funny. Shit. Chris Rogers is a pretty big supporter of ours. He's, he's an awesome guy. Ask him just what the hell is his problem with a smoking hot woman in a bikini trying to sell me a new bow, gun, or fishing rod with a crying laughing face? Damn it. <laughs> Damn I'm, it. I'm just saying, what? <laughs> He's, I have no problem with the, with the, the absolute debauchery that's on Instagram. 
Okay, but when it debauchery, like like I have no problem with chicks with their tits on Instagram. I have no problem with that, one hundred percent. But if they're selling me a fucking fishing knife or a gun or a bow, I, I don't believe half the shit people say on Instagram. Eighty five percent of the shit people say on Instagram. Yeah. Number one, and I'm not going to base my opinion of a product from somebody's review on Instagram that's trying to get likes. Yeah, it's not just them. But I mean, yeah, I I mean chicks in bikinis. I'm not. Nobody's mad about that. But it's just here's where they are. You know, like, would you want, do you want hunting advertisements on your porn channels? Uh, it'd be weird. It'd be weird. Would yeah. you buy, would you buy that? No. Right. I'd be in. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> You're like, wow, they're really, this marketing research has gone to another <laughs> level. I mean, it's the most viewed shit. They found me here. That's, a, that's the future. I'm on a private somebody, browser. How'd they get me? <laughs> somebody's going to owe us a check for this research and development. Oh, okay. yeah. So oh, the yeah. first one that we're fucking going after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. We're getting royalties. Somebody, yeah. yeah somebody yep. just made a lot of money. Yep. That's trademarked. We just did that here. So. Dude, I might look into that for the podcast. There you go. <laughs> we know you like boobs and stuff. Just but... work in a couple hats or maybe a couple of well-placed stickers. There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and porn videos. Yes. Like, hey. We want to reach out to you as an influencer. <laughs> Here's the thing. If listeners out there, if you ever find that, you better let me know because uh, you fi- you caught me. Yeah. yeah. Guilty as yeah. charged, you know? <laughs> well played. Well Damn played. It. Doug, you know anybody? <laughs> Get the mustache for it. I could I could work it out. Doug's our guy. I'm trying to think of my, if, like, which hunting chicks. And I don't know. It's probably more fishing chicks have the oh, hey, fans. You know, this is the one time I wish Steve was here. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's true. He Steve knows it. a girl. That is in the adult industry. That's also a hunter, and he found it so funny that she shot a um, an Eva Shockey bow. Um, Who is she? Steve will know. We Steve need to text know. him. Um, Damn it! You want to text him, Doug? <laughs> Are we gonna like say her name or anything? I don't care. It's common. I mean, it's. Document. I'm sure she'd appreciate the shout out. Well, I'm, I don't know. Is that a is that a murky hole? Should we not well, do that? There's one girl. What that, do you think, Doug? Fish, there's one girl that fishes yeah. that has like a webcam or whatever, like one of those web. She's hot. Good for her. I'm not man. mad about that. Yeah, I, we won't. But she's also not selling me shit. It's just like right. hey, I fish half naked. It's a Sophie Swaney effect. Yeah, like own yeah. it, and I don't give a shit. You know. Yeah. Was That's that cool. girl ever involved? Like she was never legitimate. She just was like a was, model. I think Sophie. Yeah. I think she was like. With Beretta and shit. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I think just it was like, more than just the shit that leaked online. I think there was some other stuff that came oh, out, too. So she just was like, screw it, I'm just a model now? Yeah, now she's like, I'm going to stand in front of my truck with my back at a weird angle, you know, jacked up pickup, <laughs> and and do, like, hey, promotion. You know, own it, right? The beat's working. If you but own if it. If you I own mean, it, yeah, just own it. The beat's working. Yeah. Fuck. Well, cool, man. Um, I think that is... It for the social media questions. That was fun. It was cool to kind of let the the I guess the the listener or however you want to put it, like, yeah. kind of be involved in this. We just let that completely guide the episode, mm-hmm. and that was the whole intent. Like let them go with the episode. I thought it was fun. I feel like less people are going to hate you now. It's okay if they do. I mean, I- fuck Jeremy, but. Jeremy, I don't know you, and I understand why you probably wouldn't like the page. That's fine. I I will tell you, you'll meet him and love him. Okay, you guys get you guys get along. He's seriously like the coolest dude. We're definitely not going to be invited to any duck camps. That's for sure. No, Uh, no. I don't think we are either. Nor would you want to go to duck camp. No, yeah. Well, no, I thought no, I thought this was good, man. I thought it was fun getting the interaction. Like we'd never really done. We'd never let a whole 
um, social media thread, like control Just the, the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, we've like always do it at the end or somewhere in between or like a segment, but it was cool to do that because we could branch off it the whole time. Right. Know? And they ask good questions. Like I was going to yeah. post a story with the questions, but last time they were so fucking out there, I was like, I'm yeah. not doing that. Yeah. It's a, it's a murky hole. <laughs> they kind of covered down. like what we we're probably going to cover anyways. Right. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it's fun, right? Like there's some weird shit going on and I feel like people probably had a lot of maybe some of this stuff they wanted to ask you like this way yeah. from the last episode. But uh, I think you got 50-50 love, 50-50 hate on the last one probably. But I feel like you're you're probably 70 love, 30 hate on this the, one. People will either love it or hate it. Well, maybe not this one. This one's – I mean we were a little – we were all over the place in the last one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we True. were um, – did we go harder in the paint on the last one, you think? I don't think so. I mean we still I don't think we hard. named any names. I mean, we, we covered similar but not the same. Yeah. But Here, not as hard, yeah. Not as hard in the paint. I think we covered more hunting related topics in this one. Yeah, probably, you know? probably. Either way, I think you know I get why people might not like following your page, and that's understandable. People might not mm. want to see that stuff on their page, but don't follow. And but I also, you know, from my perspective, I I do appreciate the the calling out of some of the unethical behaviors and and shit like that. And I followed the page for a while before we knew each other and. Mm-hmm. And we only know each other through the podcast and recommendations to get you on the show and all that. But um, I unfollowed for a while because I thought it was negative. But then I refollowed because I I saw the importance the deeper I got in the industry. And it's funny, the deeper we are in the industry, like we have major sponsors, like mm-hmm. we legitimately do, and I'm thankful for it. But I feel they're all some of the best brands in the game ethically. Um, and if they're not, we will learn as we go and deal with it accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, we have big brands in the game, you know, that support us because of shit like this. Like, yeah, yeah. We interview how you are raw like this, unscripted on the fly. We just, I didn't filter any of those questions for the record. I read those all on the yep. go like that. Yeah. If we I, did skip some of that one kid that had like 14. Yeah, but <laughs> that's a lot. That's, that's we appreciate your effort. But yeah. we st- we'd be here for two hours. Yeah. I like that yeah. kid, but I bet he's not very much fun at parties. He might be. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Skylar. I'm just giving you shit. Do you know him? <laughs> no. Oh, he might have a lot of facts that he's yeah. going to you blow all He probably knows place. where I live already. Just based on <laughs> he's, like, he's mailing you anthrax. Knocking on your door. Like Why do you ask my questions? What was that like uh, that deal where it's like you ask uh, your significant other or 32 questions you fall in love or whatever that's probably what he's trying to do right? he's, he's gonna attract this motherfucker he's a duck now. guide yeah, like, oh there you go so yeah. i run a small duck operation <laughs> just try it just try it we got snow you'll love Ar- you'll love arkansas don't bash it till you yeah. do it that's fun i i'm gonna go on a duck hunt that would be funny dude I, it would be funnier now that we just shit on duck yeah. Hunts, oh, yeah. you know i think we should go to a duck hunt like all of us together, that'd be fun. Drinking I'm beers. I'm down. Blasting birds. Here's well, what I, here's I'd be a, missing birds, but here's what I would like to do. I don't have a shotgun, but I, I, have, I, I would also shotgun. need you one. Can, you guys can. I okay, go. I got a challenge for anybody that wants to take us up on it. Is, is duck season like this winter? Is it still going? I think on? it goes on. Like, yeah, you're gonna start hunting snow soon. I was it's, gonna say snows is coming up. That'd be fun. Okay, I have a challenge. <laughs> we'll get. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring Jeremy in on this one because you guys are gonna hit it off. I'm volunteering him in on this. All of us and Jeremy, two Vikings on this, po- and we'll podcast, and we'll get any Instagram girls that want to take us hunting, and we'll. Ha- I don't know. This- I don't know how duck hunting works, so I don't know if there's like two pits next to each other or something like that. I don't know if that works. We'll figure it out. And oh, shit. you, we'll go against them. I've never waterfowl hunted. I've never shot a bird flying in my life. Me neither. And I would challenge them to a duck or goose. Ooh, off. You've been called out. You know who you are. 
That's a good thing. I and Trey Hunter is versus. And then afterwards, good thing I can shoot. And afterwards, since if, if <laughs> they have God. any whitetail posts on their page, we do a whitetail technique hunting podcast right after, and raw, unedited, grill them. and it launches how it launches. So we come into your world, you come into our world. You know, you put us on blast. I'll miss ducks all day, but then you step into our world and we quiz you on your whitetail topics and gear and all that, everything you posted about, and then we'll put it out raw. No edits. So a group of girls versus us. Podcast. Instagram girls. And then. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be DSG, sponsors that you don't want to get. Yeah, DSG, you out there? <laughs> <laughs> we could probably get them. Call them out. I feel like if we're going to do this, it's going to have to be at a duck location of their choice. <laughs> And a duck location of our choice. I don't have a duck location. I got, I got, I got a spot. duck. I got, I got duck people. I got duck people too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we Call got Chancy. We could get some. I was going to say, I know a guy. We got some layout blinds. If we don't want to go to the massive Fort Clucker, we can uh, we can put some layout blinds out. We got okay. I bet I can get us on ducks this month at or even beginning of the next month. As long as he ain't going to try and bang us. Might, might be a me. might be a next year thing, right? Would it be? Wow. Or this year? You're scared? I don't, you know, I'm scared? not scared. I'll, I'll waste lead all day. Snow, snow goosing's fun. You can use electronic calls. You can take the chokes out of snow the gun. Goosen, it's uh, no limit. Just shoot as many as you can. Let her rip. Huh? Yep. You get those extended tubes on them and just hammer. Yep. I'm I got not, a guy that would take us right now. He's a, you guys like him. <laughs> He's from Iowa. We'll probably get some guides email contacting us real quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's free pub. I'm sure there's going to be guys that hit us up. But yeah, we are not paying for shit. No, I yeah, know. we're not we're paying, paying for a dime. And, paying a and you provide the thing. guns, and they better not be rigged. <laughs> I'll, bring, I'll bring a <laughs> couple <laughs> guns. I'll bring I a swear to God, guns. I smoked that one. <laughs> just blanks. <Yeah. laughs> I'm trying what? to think. The girls just destroy us. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, hey, whatever. Right? They could. I mean, I don't know. Good for them. That's yes. the point of yeah. it. It's their chance to prove They're used to going to them. Hey, listen. You go big enough duck guys, you got to be good at gunning. You better be good at We'll have to get someone my size, but we're going to have to call us both Mike. So that way these chicks aren't snapping pics and putting them on fucking Instagram. Oh, there you go. Oh, we could find some dudes. I just thought about that. I was like, we got plenty of Viking friends. We'll be good. You're a fucking Viking for the record. I'm half Viking. You, I believe it. Legit. Makes sense. Legit. I believe it. Danish. I mean, they conquered the fucking world. I believe it, dude. Yeah, with your stash here, I could believe it. I know a pile of Vikings, and you're one of them. I don't know, like a big pile, but I know a pile. And I respect yeah. all of them. We'll figure it out. <laughs> fucking this, good, this, good people to respect. This duck competition is going to get wild. <laughs> yeah, I'd be hey, fucking I'm just nuts. saying. But, you know, it's like, it's honest, right? But, okay, we, let's throw, let's, we're going to have to come back to this because we're going to have to put in some rules. Because we're going to have to throw the fucking decoys. We're going to have to, I don't know, I don't know how, does anybody know how to call ducks? I, I could make learn. An, I could make an no. effort. Yeah, I just learn. a turkey yelp right out there. But it's not going to be in. like if if someone's inviting us there, they're going to fuck it, us. Yeah, the, the shit's going to be well, not literally. we're doing it ourselves. Okay, it's not going to be we're just going to go to the blind and eat breakfast and, and shoot pull ducks. triggers because then we're huntresses. You know? Yeah, exactly. Right, we're not doing the work. So we got to uh, fuck. We're gonna we have to get bibs and shit, dude. Fuck, fuck. that. I'm going in Crocs. If somebody wants a bib sponsor us, we'll take that. I, I think we need some waiters. <laughs> yeah, we have, no, I ain't known a painter waiter. So here's yeah, the thing: we, is we, like, yeah. but no one's calling. Are people calling their ducks and throwing their spreads and all that? Fuck shit? yeah, that's the, why they the go hunters there. Aren't though? No, the hunters aren't. No, that's they're what just I'm showing up and shooting. They're so just yeah, we have to do the same yeah, thing. The oh, same that's thing. What, oh, so that's okay. Yeah, we're that's taking the them on. You guys, I, I think I think I'm on the same page with you. We do our own work and we make the girls do their own work. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like they, like the whoever hosts us. I don't think any girls are going that. Has to pick the potholes. But they also had to supply the decoys, but we're going to put the decoys out. But it has to be maybe same farm or same area, 
like I that. I know enough to be dangerous on the water. I'm talking same field. Is that not a thing? I don't know if that's a thing because I mean it would be you'd be competing against them, but I don't know. Oh, we had to shoot them out. Yeah, it'd be that'd hard be, to pick. It'd be kind of fun. We'd be sky busting like crazy, which they <laughs> frown upon. What's sky busting mean? When you shoot them on their way out of range. Just inter- interfering, <laughs> just to screw them. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Yeah. They're getting ready to land. There's a, yeah, there's a whole freaking flock coming in. We're just over there 500 yards away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure I hit that one. That was one. Hey, all I'm saying is I'm getting a jellyhead choke. Is that a thing? Jellyhead choke. Let's do that. It's a turkey thing, but man. we got this. We could do it. Um, you know that you're, this is going to be a thing now. Dude, Dude this could be a thing. It'd be funny as hell. Um, not that we like you or nothing, but, but we're like, not paying. <laughs> we're not paying for shit. No, it's free. This 100%. is a, yeah. The we'll, podcast, you get uh, just exposure. We'll podcast there too. We'll po- we'll bring the podcast. It'd be a huge yeah. pod. Dude, that'd be a huge hit. Be and, no, and no fucking pictures because my I'm trying to stay off the radar. <laughs> well, <laughs> right? you just have to hide. The next thing you know, I have girls in my inbox because uh, I gotta fuck with married women. I gotta take pictures and then I gotta post them for five years from now. Yeah. Right. Just your face out. Yeah, they had to sign an NDA. Okay, I got to post ten pictures a year of the same. Thing is, it's got to be legit though. Like, you, we're not. Or gonna if have they take asses. a picture of me, they have to send me nudes. So then, if they post <laughs> that picture, I can post mine. Yeah, no, that's I mean, it's fair. That's legal. That'd yeah, be legal. That's legal contract. Yeah, like you have to give me a um, what's the word? Quid pro quo. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, that's interesting. Well. That'd be funny as fuck. It'd be fun. It'd be a great <laughs> that'd be time. A time. That'd be it'd a, be a ba- time. blast. I've never done it. I'd like to try it. it would, I think it'd be fun. It's going to stop throwing fucking decoys and shit, though. That stuff is no I, joke. I'm saying, so, I'm saying we do it, me and Kurt were thinking. We just pull triggers. I'm no, thinking we're just, field so we're just hunting. Be, just like a real huntress. I'm okay. thinking field hunting, so we don't have to get in the water or anything. Snuggies? We could bring, or, yeah, we could bring layout blinds and do a field hunt. I got we a buddy that's that. got a bunch of that shit, too, I could steal. I had to look it up legally. Um, can you do it with bows, with archery equipment? Come on, Bomars. Did they do that too? <laughs> this is what your fucking shirt say. Oh, fuck, I didn't know that. I don't yeah. follow him. Shoot a gun, you'll feel like a man. Yeah, we're doing double barrel crossbows. <laughs> I'll get you a side by side, like hipster shotgun if you want. Okay. Okay. I'd right. probably handicap us. I mean, it, we want multiple shots. Yeah, we want to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want like a. I don't want to lose. <laughs> if we lose, I'm probably just going <laughs> hey, to yeah, go yeah. home. What did Sophie do to get a Beretta sponsorship? I don't know. I'm not doing that. I'm not putting my butthole on. <laughs> Show my butthole for a Beretta. <laughs> yeah, I will. I don't even want to see my asshole. I don't want anybody else to see it. <laughs> take, a, take a peek at it. <laughs> take a peek. Okay, time to close this podcast. It's getting weird. <laughs> The, the people that would have got offended by that left a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Oh, you're still with us. Glad to have you. Thanks for staying. You weren't ready for that little Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just I'm going to do a round table. We'll start with Mr. Mike. Make hunting great again. What you got to close out with? I, I don't have a statement prepared for this. Okay. All right. But um, just, again, don't sign up on people's fucking fence lines. All right. That's fair. I like that. The Lord. Had a great podcast. That was a good time, fellas. We uh, covered some interesting, controversial stuff. <laughs> Got everybody's opinion on everything. You might like it. You might not. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Hey, not a lot. Of, not a lot of other shows are doing this. That's why it's true, fun, man. Doug, uh, hater, like the podcast. You know, it is what it is. It was what it was. Thanks for listening. Yeah, you're not going to hurt our feelings. Yeah, I personally, man, I enjoy what you do. I think you're an honest human being. I think there's a, a lot in that that some people might look past, but mm-hmm. I appreciate it, man. I really do. I right, think wait, it's wait, fun. Wait. Well, so, Sikawar, what did you think the first time you met me compared to what you thought I was going to be like? 
I, w- I just had my guard up. I knew I was going to get some shit for the for the saddle <laughs> and the Sitka thing. So you're going to have a shit though. You got to be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah. I mean, people take this shit so seriously. You got to be able to laugh right. at yourself and have fun and be like, all right, I see where this guy's coming from. Right. Like somebody that saw a picture of me called me a slightly less rapey Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> and I laughed my ass. I laughed my ass off because I'm like, that's good. pretty fucking accurate. That was actually really good. <laughs> but I'm not rapey. I'm not rapey. But if that's the vibe, I'm going to laugh. Slightly my ass less. Off. I'm so not a raper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not a raper. I would think, man, that most people that if they ever had the chance to meet in person would, would really think you're a cool dude. <laughs> I want to do a waterfowl hunt together. I'd yeah. be, I'd be fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm and terrible. We should. Water, I've never. <laughs> I miss them like crazy. Hey guys, we but should I'm do a like, waterfowl hunt together. Yeah, we should do it. Yeah, I'll get us in. We'll do this challenge. Okay, we got to remember we have Ross and and Eric that aren't here on the show. That can are, they shoot shotguns? Uh, are they, like, fine. Are they? Can we shoot a bow? No, <laughs> yeah, the bow. Fuck like, off! Fuck yeah. off! I would say <laughs> okay, Tim Wells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's your daughter? I would say Eric. I don't know. Probably could. I, I Ross, know. Ross can shoot. I feel like fun. Ross can shoot shotgun. Dude, we're we, so we can handicapped. do this. I can shoot. Yeah, we can do this. I'm not, I'm not like a bow purist, okay? I'll I should shoot, play birds. Shoot I should play, I I play birds all the time. I waterfowl hunt every couple of years. I, I can do this. Okay. It's a good time. Waterfowl hunt is fun. All right, I'm in. This will be a good time, win or lose. But I'm telling you, I'm not putting no duck bills in my mouth for a photo. No, if, we, if people get punched. Or dicks. Oh, dude, blacklisted. <laughs> no dicks. I'm not putting any <laughs> dicks, dicks in my mouth. No, that's not happening. <laughs> all right, you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. <laughs> Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.